due to all the misinformation that Dan keeps spewing, we're kicking him off mm. of our podcast. Okay. Uh, that's what we do now. When you say things that are wrong, you're kicked off of. You know, I don't even want to have it. a conversation about it. I just want to be mad about it. So. Me too. Me too. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Derek, how, how, how dare you want to have a conversation? So I was going to say Derek so. left like a hundred something episodes ago or 200 episodes. Like, yeah. Because everything. Yeah, he uh, he did the Trump get him out of here to himself. All right, let me ask you guys, because uh, we're playing Dying Light 2, Stay Human. We're going to talk about that in just a second. But I'm just thinking about, uh, you know, this main character, which took some flack in the reviews. And I'm only about an hour and a half in, maybe. I don't really have a particular opinion formed on the characters or anything yet. Um, but I did start to wonder, it's a first-person game. You really don't see your character other than, like, the title screen and then on the menu when you're equipping stuff. Um, so I, under- I understand why. Just kind of like a Far Cry game. For the most part, you never saw your character. Although in 6, they did a pretty good job of showing the Danny character a lot more. I'm just curious for you guys, though. Uh, when, it, when it comes to a character in a game, if you had to pick, would it be uh, a predetermined character? They decide everything about this character, how they look, how they sound, how they act. Or do you want a created character? They look how you decide. Um, which one would you pick? Create a character or predetermined? Like, just preference? Like, yeah. Uh, God, yeah. I love both. I don't, you know, I don't. Um, Let's say it's a story-based game. It's a narrative. It's a narrative-focused game. I'd say the more the character is fleshed out, the better the narrative becomes for a narrative-based game. But like for like a game like Skyrim or a giant RPG, like yeah, I want to create my character, and or Dragon Age, you know, like yeah, let me create my character for that, and I'll just pick my dumb dialogue options. Oh. And so it might de- um, it might depend on the type of game, huh? I yes, exactly. Like Mass Effect, right. yeah, yeah, I want to create right. my own Shepard, but mm-hmm. like. Shepard, you know, also has, I don't know. Yeah, I just, I, I like the idea of, like, creating my own Shepard. But also, like, I don't want to create my own character in Uncharted. You know, right. like, that's kind of dumb. Yeah. <laughs> so it, de- it depends on how good the character is, how the, the voice acting is. Um, yeah. yeah, How well that is, if you care enough to be like, oh, well, like, yeah, Uncharted with Nathan. It's like, let him just be who he is, because that's just, like, Nolan North does an amazing job. So yeah. that, that fits. But, like... Oh. But then and they wrote the, him perfectly, which, so yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah. And but The Witcher and Skyrim are kind of the same type of game. But like, sure. I don't want to create my character in The Witcher. Like, I like Gerald, you know. So yeah. like, even it doesn't even go genre by genre. It's just it's tiled by title almost, you know. Yeah. And even then, with uh, whether it's Geralt or whether it's um, um, help me from Red Dead Redemption Two, um, uh, Arthur Morgan, Arthur, Arthur, Morgan. Arthur. Mm-hmm. Um, same character, right? Same face design, same voice yeah. actor, really well fleshed out. Yet you get to do a ton of editing on that. So there's a there's an element like that. Of yeah. Which I guess that's Max Effects takes too. Like you, it's, yeah. it's the same character that you're playing, but yeah. like you know, you get to maybe put a mustache. That's, on well, that. that's what I was gonna yeah. add. I don't I don't care to customize anybody I'm playing as if it's first person. Because oh, what's yeah. the point? Yeah, well, that drives dude. Doing? That drives me insane, Cyberpunk? especially with Destiny. The yeah. amount the amount of microtransactions <laughs> in that game's history infuriates me because it's like oh cool so i can see him for like what like when i'm in like the town and that's yep. it like what's the point but, or like, when cyberpunk you activate has, certain no, special sure moves. sure certain yeah moves. cyberpunk has a lot of really bad clothes like it looks stupid like your character looks <laughs> dumb like for most of that game mm. and that really bothered me you even though you it. could never see your character yeah. but for whatever reason it always bothered me so like uh I get in my head even with first-person games. Where I'm like, how do I look? I want to make sure I look good for these NPCs that aren't alive at all. 
Kyle, the um, trick in uh, Cyberpunk is just to be a woman because there's some nice leather clothing that's just real sexy. So you just, right. wa- just walk around looking real sexy. Yeah? Hey, the best romances are when you're a lady in that game. So That's right. Absolutely. Yes, I think I also, I, I don't mind picking from a predetermined couple of selections either. Like, I kind of liked what they did with Far Cry 6 where I pick yeah. either the Danny male or Danny female. And they both had a distinct look and a design already. There wasn't much for me to do to them. And you still see them in the cutscenes, but yeah. Um, I like that, too. You can too. still change their clothes and stuff, which is, sure. you know, cool. Like, you know. Yeah. Yeah, which, there's, no, the way, oh, there's no Dying Light 2 is an example of one where you don't see anything you're doing to the character. And there's not really customization. There's, like, gear, at least so far. Yeah. There's just gear you're changing out. But I don't know if that changes his look at all. I have no... We have no way to tell. Is he not I, in cutscenes? So far, so far, there's no, like, third person. Cuts, everything's been... Still first person. Yeah, okay. everything's been okay. from okay. your perspective, yeah. Okay. And if it's a um, flashback, it's like... He's he sees he's seeing his younger self basically. Yeah. What you and equip, you're like a kid. You know? What you yeah. equip is visible. It's just whatever you, is within your line of vision. So like if it's on your hands, you can see your different gloves. You run like this. Hey guys, do you run like this? Or if you. Oh no, I, I like I like when you pick down. up stuff in the game. You just like in front of an object. Searching <laughs> bees. It's Dude, the worst the animation way. I've ever seen, maybe ever. So yeah, is that what he's go. doing? Thank Stop you, it. it looks way yes, better. It looks just like exactly what Tim just did. One of the first. One of the first things that you do is a buddy tells you, hey, go check out that beehive over there. And you go to search it and he goes like this. Yeah, dude, do it. <laughs> and uh, in, my mind, in my mind, I'm going like, I wonder why these bees aren't killing me for looking like such an yeah. idiot walking up. Yeah. Not yeah. even the messing with the hive part, but just really the optics of being. Idiot well, yeah. Looking. They felt They're like, relaxed. kill him. Look how dumb he looks. Yeah. Look how <laughs> dumb he is. Kill him. You, <laughs> you were massaging them, Tim. So they were relaxed. You know? yeah. yeah. Maybe that's, that's, a, that's a take. Objective one in that game is massage the hive. Dude, yeah. the, the way the arms move when you're on Dying Light 2 does make me think I probably look like a Greedfall character when I run. That's now, my hey, guess. Can I just say that's mm-hmm. proper parkour form, guys. So yes. Yes. I think y'all bro, everyone needs to lay yeah, off. Arms as yeah, far yeah, out yeah, as yeah. you can no, see. No, that's I'm just that is true. All right, one more <laughs> one more uh, character preference question before we talk about Dying Light 2. I was thinking about um, Breath of the Wild uh, recently. My my daughter got a Switch for her birthday, and so she was trying out a bunch of different games. And I was like, you know, Breath of the Wild is one of the more epic games, one of the more beloved games of really all time, but definitely this past gen and this current gen. Uh, but the main character Link doesn't say more than yeah. yeah? You know, he like never ha- uh, you know, it never has either. So, so what do you guys too? think about a silent protagonist like it's that? Does stupid. that bother you? It's dumb. I hate it. Thank you. Thank the Dan. I'm gonna go against the grain. It's here fine back in too. the day, right? No, it's like, yeah, no, it's it's time, but, guys. Yeah, it's and then time. and then you give everybody in that game a voice except Link. He's like, nah, he's still a mute, like kind of dummy. Yeah. Sorry. I mean, uh, not that <laughs> Breath of the Wild is terrible game because of it, but imagine yeah. how much more like you'd be invested in in Link as a person in that yeah, game. But I also just... don't want a chatty Link who's like, sure, "Wow, sure. look at this grass out here," you know? Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't want, like I don't Drake want Drake to find Zelda. <laughs> I, I think I love her guys. Making voices, and you're like, "Whoa, <laughs> how long was I asleep?" You know, he's talking like from the Saturday morning cartoon from the '80s, like the Zelda cartoon or whatever. He's wow, like, oh, that's a man or something. Excuse me, princess. He's got to be endearing, right? Like endearing, but like kind of like. The, I don't the, know. I the typical hero. Dude, like, I, want, I, don't know. I want English to be his second language. So he's always like, uh, "How you say? How you say?" Uh... <laughs> and then <laughs> Mario. And then Mario comes out. Like, you take and, and and they didn't nail it in Breath of the Wild. There's still some like voice acting in that game in general yeah. that I'm just like. This is maybe weirder than just like yeah. maybe reading. So well, you know, what I want is whenever they do add a voice to Link, whether it's not until a TV show, maybe the games never will. I don't know. But when they do add a voice, I want all the other characters to look at him like, 
Oh my god, you can talk? Yeah, I thought you were some mute dummy all this time. You can speak? All this wasted time? Anyway. um, I hope he has an Italian voice. Like a deep, deep, hardcore Italian voice. Like like, think Mario has. My thought on it is... And it's Chris Pratt. You take up the spoon and the spaghetti and you curl it. It's Chris Pratt. It's very weird in this day and age for every other character to speak and you don't. So unless it's a silent game where no one talks then maybe that makes sense for you. Or unless it's explained, uh, unless it's explained, like you can't speak like, Hey, so you're a mute or something. You know what I mean? Like if they yeah, actually sure. explained that, all right, maybe that's part of your character, but otherwise it's weird that you kind of wave your arms and they go, really? Timmy fell in the well or whatever it is that, you know, for a lot of games, like Skyrim still does that. And yeah. um, fallout still does well, that. Like one of my favorites yeah. of all time, Chrono Trigger, there's a lot of written dialogue, but Chrono never says a thing. Right, right. Is it, oh, he yeah, just kind of he kind of he kind of just stands there and nods his head, and they, the characters react as if he just told them a bunch sure. of stuff. Mm-hmm. I think it works better for older games for sure. Like sure. the big games are just getting bigger and bigger, especially open world games. So it just makes very little sense to have all these NPCs that are just giving you quest after quest, and you build relationships with them, but you say nothing. Yes. That makes no sense. I agree. <laughs> Although, so that's how just... I wish life was, because I don't want to talk to anybody. So. That's, true. that's true. I'm just saying, in, in Elder Scrolls Six, after how many times they sold Skyrim and how much money they made off of it, you better give your protagonist some voice acting. Mm. Like, it's yeah. insane at this point. Like, I'm tired sure. of just being like, yeah, you said whatever text you chose. Like, no, sure. I want you to, like... Do it like they do in Mass Effect or something. You know what I think is funny, though? In some games, I think Witcher 3 did this a lot, too. You pick the text option, yes. but then he says something that's like, is that what that... I don't Mass know Effect that's right. Right. Mass Effect All the time. Yeah. Like, you'll be like, yes. It'll be a one-word answer, and then he'll go on some huge speech, and I'm like, that was more than a yes. Like, <laughs> or, like you're, you're, like, or you're trying to say something It'll be something sincere, that you re- and then in reading a, it, you're like, yeah. this is a yeah. passive statement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. He'll be like, no, I don't want to do that. And then, like, he'll say it like, how dare you ask me that? I don't want to put up your ass, and you're like, no. <laughs> they start shooting at you. You're like, I didn't mean to be hostile. I'm sorry. Why were you being so hostile when I, I get that? Although that, I do that, like in Mass crazy. Effect how after a while you're like, all right, up to the right is nice, down to the right is mean. Typically, <laughs> right. you know, yeah. 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 Um, anyway, oh man. All right. Well, I was just thinking about that, especially with Dying Light and with other games I've been playing. Like you mentioned, Uncharted Four. It's another game that we're both playing, Jeff, uh, with the yeah. remaster coming out. And it's just interesting to see the way that different developers handle their main characters i was just curious what you guys thought about it but let's let's talk about dying light 2 stay human which just came out officially today we're recording on a friday and uh, i believe four of us are playing it although derek isn't joining us tonight so on the show i didn't even say who's on we got dan jeff kyle and myself tim also and we're on here the regulars episode 101 that's right we're in the triple digits boys we're halfway uh, there but naturally we're halfway there oh, that was a while ago that was a while ago no we're, we're always halfway there we're we're chugging along at the halfway point that's right um but yeah so a few of us have played some dying light too although we haven't had a ton of time with it yet but we've got some initial impressions and then also uncharted 4 and then some tv shows we're watching but what do you guys think so far of dying light to stay human first impressions is the light still dying is my is my main question is is it i like how we're just like (laughs) you know it's a game just I mean, I mean, you know, is there, it okay? Let me start with let me start with Kyle though, because Kyle, you were I think more hyped 
than yeah. for example. Jeff. I wish I'd gotten more time with it because I'm I'm still getting like a, a feel for it because the game is very um it's paced differently than a lot of like you know action games these days or you know open world games. There's really long looting animations. You know, there's a uh, there's you need to do a lot of looting because the game's very crafting. Could you heavy. demonstrate for our video viewers? <laughs> I don't. My camera's not the best, but it kind of looks like this. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like that. Does know? that or does that not look like? An awkward sexual encounter. Kinda, um, yeah. It kind of looks like a weird groping thing. And uh, <laughs> Twitter's Twitter's already that was on their the way pockets. to cancel this you're, going, you're digging in the pockets with that second. <laughs> Just think of a uh, nice rare end and like what you would, you know, you just kind of massage. Yeah. Extra words. He goes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's really weird. And then he does the eyebrow thing. Mm, yeah, really <laughs> weird. Um, yeah. I don't. You know. It's 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 got some. Um, like the, I remember that when the first game came out, people were like, "Why the hell does R one jump or whatever?" Mm, and uh, yeah. I I remember saying that myself or whatever. But as you get into the game and the controller becomes very full of what you need to press to like really get around and stuff like that, because you start getting a lot of tools like grappling hooks and uh, and and stuff like that. So it's uh, it makes sense that it's there. But even right now, I'm like, oh yeah, this is that weird game that makes jump r1 yeah. okay yeah i forgot all about that yeah I don't, it doesn't bother uh, me but I'm it, no also, it doesn't me either it's just it's just an interesting choice you know i don't think it was necessary so like i'm not i'm not running around going oh this is so much smoother like when i played bloodborne for the first time and the attacks mm -hmm. were mapped to the r1 r2 which i had only seen in a few games before i played mm -hmm. Bloodborne. i didn't see that in a lot of games before usually i'm mashing the square button on my playstation controller mm -hmm. um but uh, so I got used to that, and I actually started to really like that. So when other a lot of other games started picking up on that, everything from God of War yeah, to whatever good. else, I was that. like, yeah, your quick attack and your strong attack. This makes sense. I'm starting to really like this. The jump, though, does it doesn't? I'm, it's fine. Like you get used to it. I think I'm it just, feels good I'm just not, for this game. Not I mean, even just to feel this good. I don't think you could take this lesson to, into another game. That's uh, true. Personally. Yeah. yeah, I just I just don't know that I understand the like. Is it streamlining something? Does it? Feel well, better? and again, as you start getting, and this is me talking about the first one. I haven't gotten too far into this one, but like it's a situation where your fingers are articulating in such a way later in the game mm -hmm. to like press all the buttons to really get your locomotion going. So right. you're grappling, right. you're running, and so it just kind of makes sense that it's right there. But I remember that not clicking until like way further into the game. Like, oh, this is yeah. why this is like R one, and I oh, don't what? know if I'm gonna have the same epiphany. Uh, but yeah, like, what's um, the attack button? Is it square? It's R two. R two. Oh. Yeah. All right, yeah. so that's weird because it's like in that's my head. That's my problem with it. In my head, yeah. square yeah. would kind of make sense as attack because you'd be using your thumb and then you'd be using you know yeah. your index finger for jumping that's, and. That's exactly it. So one of the early moves they teach you is when you stun an enemy, mm -hmm. um, you can kind of vault over them and mm -hmm. then. In midair, you can hit the attack button to do this. Drop kick. Cool you drop, drop kick, kick the next person. Yeah. Completely, completely physically impossible. But anyway, what well, you do a vault he, like, over someone. He curves his jump. Hey, they say the that he's stronger than kick. most people, okay? <laughs> and a double kick into, uh, into another enemy. And so that actually, I mean, it's a cool move. And I'm like, oh, this is a cool basic set to kind of get you used to kind of parkour and fighting mixed together. I'm not saying mm -hmm. the moveset's bad, but the button presses. Feels weird. Insane. Can you yeah. not remap buttons or? I don't know. I didn't try it. I didn't, I didn't try it either. Yeah, yeah. Um, I remember this being a complaint about the first game, though. Like, uh, just I remember people being like, "Yeah, the buttons feel weird." Like, I don't know why they chose this. Um, I don't have a problem with so. it. I can get used to it. It's fine. It's, it's bizarre, fine. though. Or I like think it's odd. worth. I think it's well, worth it's observing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I will say, for sure. When the game fired up, so Derek bought it on PS5, and so that's where I'm playing it. And so I played it for a little bit last night because it unlocked at 10 p.m. here. So I was able to play it for about an hour last night. And I think it looks really great. I think it, you know, the visuals were like, whoa, 
All right. So this is maybe not quite to a Far Cry type level with the, the vistas that I saw in Far Cry 6, mm. but still pretty good. I mean, yeah. I was impressed by the, the, and I wasn't even playing on like the highest resolution mode. I was just playing on performance mode. So I wanted 60 frames per second and I still thought everything looked nice. I didn't really zoom in on all the textures. You know, I wasn't really evaluating it digital foundry style. I was just looking around in general as I was moving through the game and I thought this looks pretty good. So there are some flat textures that are like, all right, they just wanted you to see the color of these leaves so that they want you to know you can climb up there. There's plenty of that type of stuff. Um, but overall, I think it looks pretty good. I think the the zombie design that I've seen so far, just like the first game, is creative and creepy and all that good stuff. So I think visually it looks pretty good. Even the characters talking is is fine. It's not the best or the worst. I think it's I think the, the characters Sur- serviceable look- is how I would describe a yeah. lot to do with yeah. this game so far, at least early on, because, okay. you know, early on is is barely scratching the surface of what you're going to end up being able right. to do in the game. Yeah, it's it's um, I mean, y'all just got into some of the open world stuff, right? Is that right? Yeah, yeah. I got yeah, to the yeah. Bazaar, I mean, like the French guy with the dumb name left. I just remember uh, in the first. What's yeah. his name? Codex or something stupid? It's Hakan. 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 Hacker. Whatever. He left. Uh, he was like, hey, enjoy the world. Beep, beep, beep. And he left. Okay. Can we so, talk about him real quick? Uh, so there's always a character like this in these games who, who shows up and is just the only good person left on the earth. He's just <laughs> like, he's he's unexplainably kind and patient with you, even though like no reason everyone else wants to kill you. He's he risks his life completely to save you. But there's not really a reason for it other yeah, than he never says anything yeah. <laughs> other than like, well, there was another pilgrim who helped me once. And it's like, what? What do you, like, pilgrim? He says pilgrim. I don't even pilgrim. know what that means. Well, yeah, yeah it's like a, a faction. It's like what you know you're, you're, a, you're extent, like though, a messenger. Yeah. It's like a messenger. Okay. Um, but anyway, so I, I felt like even right away, and I'm trying not to put too much on to this game. Like, tell me a good story. Move me. Like, I'm not trying to do that. But right. still, it's hard not to go like, why is this guy so invested? Yeah. And he like, dude, he spends the next 15 minutes or so like really risking everything for you. A bunch of times, and I'm like, "What is going? Like, is this? Does he have a crush on me? What's happening with not all heroes?" Yeah, yeah, and he asks you right before you're allowed to traverse the open world, like, "Hey, man, you want to just do this together?" <laughs> and you can go, "I want to think about it," or you know, you agree to a partnership. And I'm like, "What? How does he trust you that uh, this far? Like, because you, I have been nothing but like, I cut off every question he asked me. I'm like." <laughs> Not interested in disclosing anything to him because I don't know yeah. this guy. He hasn't destroyed, he hasn't explained his motives to me at all. So, and then, like, regardless of that, at the end of the tutorial, you can call them tutorial missions. Uh, at the end of that, he's still like, Hey, you want to partner up? And I'm like, What the heck? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I said, Yeah, because I mean, yeah, I'll sure I'll want a guide. Why not? Yeah. yeah, you know, I I will say this, and this is kind of a deep cut if you like kind of cheesy action movies. There was a movie that came out called District B-13. It was a French movie. Have you guys Dude, seen I this? Love that movie. Yeah. I love okay. it so much. Yeah. So yeah. as soon as I saw and saw this guy and heard his accent, I was like, oh, he sounds just like the French dude from District B-13. So I looked it up. The guy it, with is, black hair? It, yeah. it is David Bell. He's a real-life parkour martial artist guy. Oh, no wait. David Bell is voicing? David wow. Bell is, is that. That's awesome, content. dude. Yeah. yeah, he's a real. They, that's that's the biggest. And it kind of looks of, like him a little bit too. Like, and as soon as I was like, "Hey, now, he looks yeah, like now it makes sense." Um, but that that movie is is famous for at least in France, um, and for some people here, for me at least, uh, it's it's famous for having a lot of its own stunts because David Bell is a real parkour, uh, performer. What do you want to call it? Artist. Yeah. So he happened to Jesus. you know 
I love that movie man. as well. It's, that movie is so fun because it's of, a lot the, of fun. the the uh, practical action moments. Like even the blonde guy who plays the cop, I think he's an actual martial artist. Well, there's and a there's a bald guy who's been in other stuff. It's the it's uh, Cyril Raffaelli and David Bell are the main two characters, and they're both that's just, what I'm talking about. Yeah, they're both just insane parkour slash martial artist dudes. They're both awesome. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, yeah, I, that one was moments, the was one of those moments. Good, that you, one's really good. Yeah. One of those moments in the game where I was like, like the mo- the character model kind of looked like him, and he sounded yeah. like he had an accent. So anyway. yeah, the name the name or not the name the voice sounded familiar to me as well. District Thirteen is uh, seventeen years old now. That movie's been out for God. Dude. And also, they remade it with Paul Walker, and uh, the movie's um, atrocious. Don't I was gonna it. say, I was like, I'm Probably. actually really partial to the American version, right? No, That's the better version, right? <laughs> No. Kyle, that's like the Departed, right? Where it's like yeah. everybody acknowledges. Uh, yeah, everyone knows that the Departed. You know, guys, this is, you're this not is the Departed. Of you're not pronouncing movies. it correctly. It's the Departed. 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 That's right. Departed. I, you a co-op. Dan, <laughs> Dan is our expert on that one. Yeah. Um, all right. So anyway, uh, so I think it looks great. I think so okay. far the intro parkour stuff is exactly like I remember it from the first game. It's cool. You could. I, I still there are times when I wish there there was a better sprint option i can't remember if you unlock the ability to do more sprinting because i do feel like i keep on pressing buttons to sprint and i don't know if it's doing anything i don't think it's doing anything either (laughs) i think he just runs when it's urgent like it just feels like he's running more kyle you gotta do this faster i guess yeah i just don't know how to make my character do that it's it's uh it's motion controlled so just start shaking your controller up oh i'll try that yeah Yeah, sure yeah do that um make sure people are watching um when you do it uh so i think so so far so good i you know the combat the the parrying, all that kind of stuff. I, I remember liking the combat in the first one too, in some instances. Although, yeah. with a lot of the zombies, you're just blindly swinging and trying to run through. It, it gets more interesting as you get like elemental weapons. Yeah, um, like the that, severing, you know? the severing. I remember feeling good, like severing. Yeah, yeah, stuff. cutting someone's head off feels awesome. Cutting yes. a limb off feels pretty good. You know, yes. um, it definitely happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've done that a few times already. It's uh, yeah, it transpires for sure. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm enjoying it. I'm I'm, I'm <laughs> eager to play it more whenever I, I get out of here, you know. Um, but I it's it's too early for me to be like, yeah, it's it's delivering, you know. Um, yeah. So I, I feel don't like jump, I feel I the same jump way. The gun. I feel like um, super early impressions. The overall rating of I think it's a 79, which is a very good average rating for yeah. a lot of games. I would agree with that. Yeah. That that feels accurate so far in terms of like, hey, I don't. Yeah, yeah. It's it's nothing jumping out at me as bad, and it's also nothing that's going. Oh, my game of the year! I can't stop yeah. playing. Like, you know what I mean? So it's yeah. it's fine. It's also exactly what I wanted and expected, and um, it's not. I don't have the game breaking bugs that some have reported, which sound. Pretty I haven't bad. had any yet, but yeah, me neither. Yeah. either. So. No. Um, I, I remember, uh, um, yeah, I mean, I, I heard some of that stuff was kind of like towards the end of the game, which would be even more infuriating. Like, imagine getting 30 hours in this game and not being able to, like, go through a door or something, which happened to me in Dead uh, Island. So, you know, yeah. uh, same, oh, same yeah, company. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're bad. Uh, what, did, stuff, y'all, huh? did y'all catch that uh, throwback joke where he looks at the vinyl and it goes, who do you voodoo? That sounds familiar. That's, uh, the, that's the song from the uh, original trailer. Who do oh, you funny. voodoo, bitch? You know that. Which, like, listen, I think Dead dude, Island got too much wow. hate. That game was actually kind of fun. It was it very was. fun. I have suffered a game breaking bug though, so I have a lot of. It, sour it was fun in a completely ridiculous. Like, yes, my God, my brother and I played multiplayer on that. I, we were like, this is the dumbest game I've ever played. It's the played. same it game so though. Fun. Like this game just has parkour. It's like the yeah. same like but melee that system. Game did it didn't even come close to the excellence of the 
the first trailer for that. Yeah, sure. there, like the big there, there was not one oh. single moment that was even right. as fra- a fraction of the emotional oh, output cool. that that trailer, uh, you know, created. Yeah. So. That trailer made me feel things, and I was like, "This is gonna be the most unique and crazy." Nope, nope, never mind. It's and not. We're gonna have to kill our daughter in this game, and, and then you uh, end up playing as a rapper, a coach, a <laughs> stripper, and I don't know. Like, like, like the, the characters were so wacky. <laughs> like, in this yeah, like, a, like a cheerleader, I think, at one point. Yeah, they, they got a little crazy. Sorry, stripper, um, cheerleader, whatever. Um, same difference, am I right? Yeah, right, guys. But, <laughs> but uh, I do know that. I mean, if you want super serious, heavy apocalyptic stuff, that's what Last of Us Parts One and Two are for. All right, then these games are just for silly, it's, crazy, over it's the funny. top. Last of Us did deliver on that like zombie emotional like type oh, of yeah. story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it finally came Absolutely. out. It's just like we're gonna pick up where that trailer left off. So, well, speaking of Last of Us, I do want to talk a little bit about Uncharted. Because uh, that just got its Legacy of Thieves collection released on PS5. We talked about it a little bit last week. Mm-hmm. And um, I also started playing it this week, too. It's been a little while since I've used my PS5, if I'm being totally honest with you. That, that's been kind of sitting there uh, idle for, for a minute. Everyone's a PC person um, now. I'm, to, listen, I'm sitting I'm, over here on my $40 laptop going I'm like, sorry, I feel, <laughs> I feel bad for ignoring all those amazing Sony exclusives that have been arriving all holiday. But um, yeah. yeah. Apology, not Oh, that was a jab. Okay. Ooh, <laughs> solar <laughs> ash. Good. I felt that one, yeah. Dude, but it's on PC. So anyway. Um, <laughs> all right. Got that, that being said. Uh, I did fire up the PS5 to get, of course, uh, Dying Light 2, since Derek and I game share, and so we're trying to alternate who buys which games this year. And then also wanted to play the Legacy of Thieves collection. And I got to tell you, this game looks probably better than even the most modern games. Like, it looks so good. It looks like it might be now yet again. In 2016, it was the best-looking game I'd ever played. And there have been, I think, better-looking games since then as technology has advanced rapidly as we all expect it to but now i feel like it's back in the top again at least in the discussion for the no, top I really, absolutely I really do yeah <laughs> i really agree I, mean, with that. I feel like uh i feel like god of war is still at the top for me in terms of how how the ps5 can demonstrate its graphical capabilities yeah it does look um, really good yeah uncharted 4 is like i mean it's, it's just short of being an actual movie it's just yeah. short of that yeah it really like is. there's yeah. still obviously animations that you're like this is obviously it's a game right the mechanics like are like when Nathan's climbing something, it's like that's not real. Like that's yeah. not that's doesn't yeah. look realistic. Climbing like with, like with his finger, like come on, bro. <laughs> He's okay, the not, strongest guy in the world. Not just climbing like this, but he just did a he just did a horizontal full speed leap twenty feet over right. a chasm and then caught onto it like that. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh guys, I got oh, it. Yeah. I'm totally secure with this. With this, and then just like throws himself upwards, right onto the next like ledge. As long as as long as his one arm is reaching, you know he's safe. I don't know the last time y'all tried to pull up guys but i you know it's hard for me yeah and this guy's like vaulting he himself should be more like buff. 20, he should be more like this he should be more like jack reacher i mean he should yeah. look like, like jack reacher yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sure yeah um also uh i because i i got i think i got up to chapter eight maybe in my playthrough so far just it's one of those things where i told you guys this in our chat too i plan on just let me just see how it looks after hearing you guys talk about it reminding me how much i love it game. It's let me just i swear <laughs> Let me just uh, play it for a few minutes, and then yeah. next thing I know, I was like, "Oh man, it's been two hours. I gotta, I gotta shut this down tonight." You know, so <laughs> it's it's just so good, and I I can't emphasize enough how good the performance of Nolan North is across all those games. But then you add on characters like Laura Bailey playing Nadine; she does an amazing job. You've got um, Sully of always course, shows up. 
of course, you got Sully. Yeah, he's amazing. But then I know that sometimes people roll their eyes because he's in everything. But Troy Baker coming in as Sam, he delivered, man. Like yeah. that. Troy that Baker's in everything because right. he's the best in the biz, and people just need to get over he, it. Yeah, he's <laughs> very he's very good at what he does. He's very yeah, why, very good. Why do you think it, yeah. he's in everything? Yeah, yeah. he's not Dude, cheap. He's, he's like the highest paid. Like, well, at, like he's, they, a, they, he's a chameleon. Pay. I mean, he can do the soft spoken Joel, and then he can do the somewhat car car salesman. Do I really trust him, Sam from Uncharted Four? And then he can do the Joker. Like he's all over the place, man. Yeah. He's he crazy do, in Death uh, Stranding. Like he's like he's so yes, unique yeah. in that game. Uh, and then he does a Southern twang and. Metal Gear Solid Five. So he's a yeah. Spider-Man uh, villain in the DLC. Uh, oh, for... is he? Yeah, he's the blonde guy. Oh. Like... Oh, he's also. Oh the man, villain... I'm talking about uh, Miles Morales. Never mind. It's Miles yeah, Morales. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. He's like the blonde guy. He's, oh, so he yeah, be, yeah, yeah. He's Scuzzy CEO too, and I didn't he even did, yeah. recognize. I didn't that know was that was him voice. until you just said that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I remember I only knew that because I looked it up. I wouldn't have recognized him otherwise. Yeah, and then exactly. also when I last year around this time when I was playing the medium, I was like, whoever's doing this creepy villain's voice is yeah, good. It's him. Damn. He's doing, <laughs> he's doing, he's doing he like, and he like does all these. And I know they're doing a lot of effects because that voice sure, is sure. super demonic, but like, he's still going from like kind of sad and scared. and like, can you help me to like, brah, brah, brah. like he, he just modulates yeah. like crazy. That dude is amazing so hearing him do a role like sam from uh, uncharted 4 he does a great job with that i and i I talked about this last week it it is a little bit of a stretch for there to have been this brother of nathan drake all along but they do a pretty good job of introducing here's here's their a little bit of their history right out of the gate it's like here's their history a little bit and here's why you haven't heard about him because as far as nathan knows he's He's, gone and has oh god i'm sorry no go ahead I was going to say, and he hides behind his humor, you know, like he sure. rarely ever confronts like how he feels about anything. He just has a quip for everything. So it's like, why would he be like, yeah, and my dead brother as he's crying to like <laughs> Elena about something, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it'd been 15 years, uh, as the time, story right. says. Yeah, so yeah, he probably uh, wounded him, you know, he left mm-hmm. his brother. I mean, because even so. with Elena, it's like, obviously he falls in love and, and they get married and so on. And so on. But like the ups and downs of their relationships, you know, like, and oh, that's, on that's a person in this game. And I think it's awesome. That's a person that's in his yeah. life currently. And he can't even like, just be like straightforward. Well, and, like, and she, and she supports him too. She's like, you sure. need to do this job. You like, you know, yeah. I fully support you. And he's like, nah, I left that life behind or whatever. And then lies to her. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. You know, so it's just like, yeah, yeah it's just, he's you know he because they because they promised he uh, I'm at the mission where Elena reunites with him meets him in Madagascar before they go to she's pissed New Devon oh no, the, I'm disappointed in you speech oh my god it's not even that it's like what oh. she doesn't say that hurts even more than the, <laughs> it's what where she he's does. like hey man uh, you know I I we made a promise to each other to say goodbye to that life and I guess I was just protecting myself because I didn't want to you know lose you and she's like. We got a lot of ground to cover. And I'm like, oh my God, dude. Yeah. <laughs> she is brutal. Yeah. She is brutally disappointed in him. It is, yeah. it is, yeah. yeah it's it's heart, it's heart wrenching. Yeah. 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 Also, we're skipping over the best part of that game, you guys. Gaston, yeah. Gaston, this is for you. <laughs> when you can come downstairs and play Crash Bandicoot on the original yes. PlayStation. Yes. I beat the first part. level for my first time ever in my entire life in that game. There like you go. this playthrough. Like I've never beaten a single level <laughs> I, in that yeah, game. Yeah, I still haven't beaten so that. Beat on my first try and I go, oh, okay. <laughs> All right. I'm still All not right. playing this game. I'm not play right it's still trash. It's still trash. Trash, trash, Bandicoot. <laughs> <laughs> trash band of crap what a cool thing to add into the game though yeah, like, yeah. I, I thought it was cool even yeah, yeah. honestly even just showing the ps1 
and then hearing the opening piece yeah, and having sounds, Nate yeah. get real oh, like yeah. impatient and she's like be patient it's got a load and he's like <laughs> yeah. load yeah, like, yeah, that's good. <laughs> I like how she's like played a game, but he's never he doesn't know what a video game is. Like I guess, yeah. I, like he's what is this? He's too busy uh looting. You know, yeah, he's too busy stealing crips stuff. Yeah, Robin video games are for nerds. We all know that yeah. he's not a nerd. Nathan Drake isn't a nerd. I, that's another thing I love about the game is like they're not shying away from what these people do. Like the first three games are very much adventure games, and you're just kind of along for the ride. But this one's actually analyzing what they're doing. Yeah, like we're stealing from the dead. This is wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but, there's, no, there's a, there's a lot of talking. Saying, yeah, game. they keep saying, uh, him and Sam keep saying pirates will be pirates and stuff, and they're kind of like applying that the parallels of uh, uh, Avery's treasure and their his story with his several other captains. Um, they keep applying like the parallels of that to their way of life, basically, and why they left it behind to begin with. Mm. So I, I've always found that to be the most interesting part of the, the game. It's like more of a character study. Unless of a let's just pew pew and rob some graves. Or whatever. I think I I got it. I'm telling you I think it's one of the greatest games of all time. I think yeah, it's I, I think agree. it's so outstanding. I think it's uh, so narratively <laughs> perfect. Um, you know, and I think like in terms of like, well, we have to end something somewhere. And yeah, I know they're talking about like never right. say never with sequels or whatever. This is a perfect ending to a series and to a good way to say goodbye yeah. to characters. And like, if I never see these characters again, like I'm totally fulfilled in their arc. Dude, and they, they even plugged in an epilogue, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Daughter. So it's like, yep, well, yeah. if that's the most definitive ending I've ever seen in my life. It's at least for things, David, it's, so. it's one of those things where if they continued the Uncharted franchise and even had a totally different character set of characters, I don't even care if they are related. Like, I'm happy. Chloe, I don't care. I'm happy. No, I was going to say, like, if Nathan it's Sam Drake's or... Or not even like not even someone related like you're saying like just yeah. a, a, a new person like kind of in I'm, this world I'm, of thieves. I'm happy with the Nathan Drake story like everything yeah. I learned about him and his character and I'm and I'm good with that. And if and if you want to have a cameo of him or yeah, Sully maybe or you have else, to go to him fine. to be like, hey Nathan, can you look at this map? Yeah. You know, and yeah. he's like really good at this, but I can't yeah. join you. Yeah, like he has yeah. some kind of item. Like they find something that's connected yep. to something he has, and then mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, I'd be yeah. I'd be cool with that kind of thing. But I don't know if they will. But it's not called Nathan Drake. That's the beauty of having a game right. that's called yeah. something like yeah. Uncharted. Is you can, yeah. Anyway, we'll see what they do. Yeah. I do I do hope they make more because I uh, I really really love this series. Like now that I'm now that I'm playing through this, I'm totally gonna finish this playthrough again. I love it. And I'll oh, I'm with you. I'm on chapter 18. Yeah, for crying out loud. Yeah. I can't stop. I can't. Play I'm gonna keep playing it as well. And I think Neil, this just proves that Neil Druckmann has a lot of like like range in terms of yeah. his like writing abilities because yeah. he can write something really fun and like not that every part of this game is uplifting, but it's it's a fun adventure game, right. you know, that yeah. has some yeah, yeah. kind of heavier character pieces. But it's like the sol polar opposite of something like Last of Us, which is like, well, I'm gonna make you feel like you're the worst person ever <laughs> yes. for 20 hours. Because yeah, you know? you're, you're kind of recklessly just, and jokingly killing people in this game. Yeah. Not a thought, and mm -hmm. and in Last of Us too, every kill feels every like, kill Matt exactly. Oh. Like they're, but they're like just, so that like, that first sequence in Unch well, not first sequence, sorry, but one of the first. Yeah, one of the first sequences where you can stealth or kill as mm -hmm. you're escaping from the auction or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, and you've got and so the first time I was like, ooh, let me see if I can stealth my way out of here. It's so difficult. It's yeah. so much easier just to kill everyone. It's and so I mean, much more fun too. <laughs> like Nathan Drake is like a mass murderer, right? Like he's yeah, just he, he has just like a sixteen hundred <laughs> person body count by the end of every game. But then at the end he'll make some joke like, about about like God, it's been a rough day at the yeah, office. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like how you would have so much trauma. I don't care how many jokes you're hiding behind. Yeah. You would have so like that. Like, you have the most expensive therapist ever. And it's like, still he's not probably working, actually right? killed more people than um than in uh in Last of Us than uh 
you know, because more people control. than COVID. Am I right, guys? Let's talk oh, about that. Now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I I would love it if there would if there would be a scene where Sam's like, yeah, but you haven't like killed anyone, right? And Nathan's like, yeah, they, grabs, you've been gone for a while, while bud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. I gotta I gotta commend Naughty Dog for. I mean, this is pretty much across uh, Uncharted and and Last of Us, but their level design is just immaculate and unmatched yeah, to me because because yeah. so they. Both Last of Us and Uncharted do this, um, yeah. uh, four and Lost Legacy specifically, where like you're kind of in a a faux open like a fake open world, right? Basically, right, right. like it's it is an open world, but it's not, and like they leave little clues to tell you where to go, and it's like contextual clues that are in the environment. They're not so much clues that are like unless you're dumb and the game gives you hints. When you don't have uh, a mini map either, so like yeah, yeah there's no map, there. so you kind of have to figure out like the different color like something a pillar's a different color or something or there's a symbol or there's a statue and you got to go to it like it's just i don't know subliminal things in there that they yeah. tell you where to go to guide you and i think that's just freaking brilliant which makes it. sense with the lore too of like these yeah. ancient like buildings and stuff and like they're hiding things but they're leaving kind of clues to fit you know for themselves also yeah. to kind of be aware where things are there's and, no yeah. life is strange moment where you're like oh, i'm not ready to leave yet no, I can't go that way. I should really talk to my, you know, I should really talk to the yeah. first or whatever when you're at a door that you shouldn't be at. There's none of those moments, you know? Yeah. Uh, you kind of know where to go. It's it's so freaking incredible. How and this is like one of the only games where the puzzles don't make me feel like an idiot. Yeah. You know, like usually I can figure them out. And yeah. if I don't, like I'll just watch a YouTube video. But like in most right. games, I. Yeah. On most games, like even like Resident Evil games, I'm like, okay, I'm guess I'm pausing and going to YouTube because I'm dumb. Um, <laughs> I get so mad when I have to do that. But yeah, like, but in this game, in I'm game. like, oh God. yeah, the thing goes here, and like I move this here, and the light needs to reflect here. Like it, it's pretty, yeah. it's pretty. But it may, but Drake would be good at that. You know what I mean? Yeah, so right. like, yeah. Yeah. it would it makes sense that they're like easy because I know that's like kind of a common like uh, thing about this game where it's like, well, the puzzles aren't very hard. I'm like, I know it's a positive. Like yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to well, stop the same here thing, for like, thirty the, minutes. The and, combat isn't particularly difficult but why would you want that in a game like this I, yeah, this yeah, is an adventure yeah. game through and through it's not yeah. going to be a good shooter or not not necessarily not good but it's not going to yeah. be like the shooting my god yeah you know it's right, just well, it's almost like yeah. it's, it's about like the it's, ride you know yeah, it's true well, yeah, yeah like it's supposed absolutely. to be like a like it should be like a call of duty like that kind of like yeah, accuracy yeah. and like visceralness it's like no it's this is yeah. a game where you're jumping at 90 miles per hour from one jeep to another you know i'm not looking for a lot of accuracy and gravity <laughs> I mean, and, you know, right at the beginning there's a there's a, a boat sequence at the beginning where you 100 would be dead 100 dead sure. oh like 10 times over yes. yeah and like i like how like the the engine gets shot up and Sam's like, I can fix yeah. this. And I'm like, okay, yeah, whatever. Yeah, sure. Cover me. <laughs> yeah, cover me. I'm just going to keep on cranking it for a bit. I'm like, that's not how engines work. Like, you got it. Like, I've, got, I've got that's perfect. He's just doing this to the engine. Yeah, he's doing this to the engine. <laughs> and it comes full circle. Well yeah, done. There we go. Everybody. You know, this is one of those things I'm glad I'm playing it and just kind of rediscovering how much I freaking love this franchise and because the movie's about to come out and I'm afraid how disappointing it's likely to be. And if yeah. it's yes. not, I would love to be wrong, but how disappointing it's likely to be. I can just be reminded. You're not going to be wrong. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, I know it, it doesn't, it doesn't matter because the games are so good and I'll just replay four again. Cause that's better than most movies. Let's be honest. I bet you know? I, if, at best, I bet the cargo plane scene is going to be fun. Uh, We're all going to walk out and be like, that scene was okay. 
That, you know what? That positivity is a little toxic for me right now. Well, listen, speaking of, we already, we already mentioned this show. Speaking of stuff to watch, uh, I want to hear a little bit about Reacher. Uh, I see him in your background there, Jeff. Tell me about this uh, not Tom Cruise telling of the story. As you can see, this guy is not Tom Cruise. He is not five foot one uh, and wearing whatever you call those things that make you taller. Um, platforms. Platform shoes, whatever. Uh, so, yeah, this, I, I don't know. I remember when a trailer dropped, I was like, oh, God, they're really doing, like, a, a reboot of, like, Reacher or something. I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I watched the trailer, and I was like, oh, they're, this is re- this is Jack Reacher. Like, this is, <laughs> this is not the Tom Cruise Jack Reacher. So this you've read the, the books, right? No, I no, I just I am very oh. familiar with them. Like very familiar with what the source material is and uh gosh, I just don't read. Um I'm too dumb. That's what it is. It's a problem. <laughs> um it's dumb. definitely not a timing thing. It's just I'm just dumb. I'm just now, reading's I read dumb. it upside down. I don't know what No, what. reading's dumb. <laughs> this is reading. why we have voice acting. We don't yeah. have to read. Reading is dumb. Just put it in the movie, guys. God, who has time for that? <laughs> Well, it's been 12 weeks reading the first Jack Reacher. God. Yes. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> okay, great nerds. for you, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the, I know that the books have Jack Reacher as, like, this guy who's just going from town to town and um, doing good things, basically. Like, but he stumbles upon a conspiracy. soldier to ever live or whatever, right? Basically, like, yeah. yeah. He, he's special he's the greatest ops detective, whatever. but, like, yeah. military police, like, also, like, where he, yeah. like, investigated mm. stuff for years and had, like, a 100% success ratio of, like, all of his cases. And right. he's a super guy. Like, he's a yeah. super cop or whatever. And, and the show and the show actually explains, like, the moral... I think it explains better than any of the movies have his moral obligation to, like, help out whenever people are in trouble that can't help themselves. Um, but, uh, yeah, the, the, the movies are more like, look at this guy, be a badass, you know? And, and the show is that too. The show is very much that too. Yeah. Very much that. You, you, that's what you're signing up for. Um, yeah. but, uh, the, the movies are kind of like, the second one's really bad. I enjoy the first one. The second one's just trash. Well, awful. Werner Herzog's in the first one. So there's a lot. Yeah. Of Werner Herzog's so. a bad guy in the first one. He's, he's great. Um, <laughs> Or no, he's not. He's his friend. I can't remember. Uh, I remember <laughs> he says, he's there, though. Yeah, he shows up. <laughs> one of the villains, I think it's in the first one, was actually the best friend from the Spartacus TV show. The, like, curly... No, the, the that was his enemy at first, right? Oh, Crixus yeah, that, that was his nemesis. You're right. But it was his buddy at the beginning. He had, like, the blonde hair, and he... Yeah, okay, sure. Anyway, I just remember him being in Jack Reacher, the movie. So I don't really remember much about it. I remember recognizing yeah. him. I remember there being Tom Cruise on a motorcycle doing some things. and He was doing I, stuff in a car and had jeans. And he was honestly, like, if you were to show me a picture of some of his other nondescript action movies like Night and Day and Jack Reacher, I'd probably be like, I think it's from. Movie. Yeah, I, I don't know, yeah. man. So I'm pretty sure it's the same director for crying out loud. So, uh, yeah, this I don't know. This one is just written different. He's obviously a much bigger dude, and that's how he is in the books. Um, He's like but six like, foot five, like two hundred and fifty yeah. pure muscle. They call him like a gorilla, and like they call him all these names to like emphasize how freaking Which he is huge in the books. Is. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and and uh, it, and in the movie, it was just obviously that wasn't the focus at all. It was more like just Tom Cruise. Well, yeah, because Tom Cruise really is five foot four and one hundred and sixty pounds. Right. So yeah, yeah. It, there is something Tom about Cruise the name as much either. Like there's Jack something Richard, about the name Jack though. Like there's yeah. so many. Like army heroes named Jack, just like in video games, one of the favorite main character names is Aiden, 
And so there, there's just something about and like dying light. If you roll my eyes, I'm like freaking yeah. Aiden. But dude, Aiden's by the way, like, and they're always boring, right? Like the White Dogs, Aiden, this Aiden, like they're always like, who is okay? <laughs> it is reflect or, or Ethan, Ethan and Aiden. Ethan's those, a big one. Those yeah. are reflective of popular kid names. I can confirm with as I have kids in elementary school, those are the types of names like. Oh, so who are your friends in school? Ethan, Aiden, Brayden, Brayden, Aiden, Ethan, Brayden, and Aiden. Yeah. Like, Skyler. Like, oh, Skyler. Skyler. Oh, that's Skyler. <laughs> that's why I've got my kids are named Thaddeus and Shepard that are twins. And so they, there's no one else named Thaddeus nice. or Shepard. This guy used to play a Thad. In a yeah, he used to play show. a Thad. Yeah. In, uh, <laughs> called Blue yeah, Mountain. Blue, yeah, Blue Mountain. Really so, many, was... so many full circles tonight. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah I know. I, everything's connected. Like we're doing guys. on purpose. Everything's connected. So, this is Amazon Prime and the whole series. This is Amazon Prime. The whole season yeah. just dropped eight episodes. Uh, I, I breezed right through that. I started it last night. It dropped at 7 p.m. I started. I, thought, it right I love up. their show, Jack Ryan. Is it on the same par with that in terms yeah, of. Yeah, it's way more violent than that, but yes. Okay. Because I like, love it. I love it. There's a fight out. Because they yeah. they they, spread, they they set up the violence to be like the action scenes, to be justified like justified an elephant as uh, Kyle and I say, uh, oh, <laughs> justified. It's uh, justified. So inside joke. <laughs> anyway, um, they I, just like, they, I just like I just like seeing you guys whisper to each other. It's so sweet. <laughs> <laughs> uh. you watch the TV show Justified and make jokes about it. Anyway, um, the the action they make sure to explain why there have there has to be violence like. That's the only way out. Yeah. Um, and then when they deliver the violence, holy crap, is it brutal. He does not care the bones he's got to break or <laughs> oh, any. And it is visceral. You see a <laughs> yes. lot in this show. Like, it is. Yeah. I was, oh, it was a lot of, because I seen the first episode. I think Jeff finished it. But, uh, yeah. Uh, you know, they, by, the, by the end of the oh. first episode, I was like, I can't believe that he did all that to all those people. Like that was <laughs> Kyle, that, that noise you made. Out. Kyle, that noise you made reminded me of like every character I'm seeing in Fargo right now. Like, oh boy, oh wow, oh boy, oh geez, <laughs> oh gee golly, out. wow, that guy's not gonna be able to walk again. Is oh he? yeah, no, he's gonna not, he's gonna have to draw with the other hand. Yeah, that was not nice. <laughs> that was not nice. Yeah. It's great though. I love the the and that's what apparently the books are where it's like you know he arrives somewhere gets accused of something or wrapped up in a conspiracy and he has to resolve it um for the good of the people yeah and and he has no qualms about who he is and and what he's capable of and he knows and he's in fact he he in fact loves getting in fights like but he doesn't really like he doesn't he doesn't really like where he's very stoic and stuff but Mm -hmm. so he's not like yeah i'm gonna beat somebody up it's just he tests people when they test him first. Yeah, you know, well, like, and that's and that's the other thing. Yeah, he's not he's stoic, but he's also has a, like a re, like a quick retort, and yeah. like he's always bad like dissing people, like this undermining dude, them. And yeah. the writing's so really the actor, good. In this yeah. show. The writing's really too, good. Yeah, I was really surprised by like some okay, of the but like if the, I'm the looking, writing. I'm looking at this guy right, this square uh, jaw. This guy just looks like a Greek god behind you, right? Yeah. My yeah. assumption is, hey, he probably looks the part, but he probably can't be a good actor too. Look at him. Like, how could he's it be a very good actor? Good. He has a lot of range because, again, like Thad, like he was like a a dude, bro, like like uh, and and this is in the Blue Mountain State show that he like started got his like uh, start in. He plays the exact opposite character. He's like some douchebag, like, you know, uh, frat uh, frat boy, you know, a quarterback star or whatever, the football team and like screams high pitched, you know, like just a really bombastic, really ridiculous character. And this is literally the opposite of all that. So it's like, (laughs) yeah, and he was in Hunger Games, too. Right. Am I wrong about that? I can't remember. He's shown, up in a, he's shown oh. up in a few things, you know. He, I think he 
is one of like I'm the returning. The he's one of the. He no, is. I yeah. think it's in the second one when they bring back all the other champions to yes. all compete uh, together. The one with like the ending. That yes, was, like, I recognize weird. him. Philip Seymour Hoffman was like, "We got to save you. We got to save you." I that think was, he was a. <laughs> it was yeah. They they bring back him and I forget. But anyway, they're one of the champion groups that they bring back to compete. Yes. With. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah, he he's got real action chops, and I think if this show's as good because uh, I like the first episode a lot, but if it's as good as Jeff says it is all the way through, like this guy's gonna have a launching pad yeah. and a real like action career, like that's if cool. he, if that's what he wants to do. Yeah, I and he's feel just like he's this is built be a, like Chris Hemsworth, for, like yeah. he yeah he is not to go gay on this, but that guy is, <laughs> that guy is muscular. Well, I mean, it's you know crazy. what? It is not. It is not a man. It's not gay for us all to pause and admire a little Chris Hemsworth and those who look like him. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, That's fine. And I feel like this will get the Jack shot. Ryan treatment. This will this will keep going. This series will. I mean, they have several, so many books to adapt. Uh, Twelve or thirteen books. Yeah. Yeah. The writer has not stopped. He released yeah. one like and they're last all year, the same so. thing. You're just like, yeah. uh, Jeff said yeah. it earlier. Like you're just there to watch him beat up people and or read right. and beat up people and. But it's it's like about the journey, and it's not so much that the there's going to be a twist. There are some reveals in the story that you're like. Well, of course that happened, and and it's not trying to make you uh, second guess who might be behind who might be behind some evil plot. You can kind of figure it out. Like it's not yeah. going to be smarter than you in that regard. Um, but it's just yeah, it's just such a fun watch. Um, okay, I really liked it. I was very surprised by it. I was I'll super surprised. Yeah. 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 Uh, let's rewind for a second, real quick. Dan, tell me about this card game you're playing that both Jeff and I diddled a little bit. It's fair to say, right? Yeah, I demoed uh, it. Yeah. Um, but tell me about inscription. Yeah, I uh, I was looking for the document and it wasn't coming up, so sorry I put that in after we started show talk. Um, so I've played a chunky slice of the game, uh, so much so that I I guess I I didn't beat inscription, but like I did, but I didn't because okay. something happens at a certain point that completely flips flips the script of what you guys have experienced, mm. and and it's something else entirely is i read about that i read that there's three different acts and they're like all very different from each other okay you're kind of doing different things yeah yeah that's a good vague way of putting it but it's like yeah in the beginning it's like that first person like super creepy vibes and the guy in front of you with his like swirly eyes and like all Mm -hmm. kind of the creepy sounds and everything and then and then things get like a bit different on the second act which is super cool um yeah, it's it's a really it's really fun. It's addictive. Um, it it is a roguelike um, like card game, so you definitely have those kind of uh, the the complaints that we've had with like Returnal and Hades, where it's like if you just have a run of like in this case not great cards, then you're just not gonna probably make it to the end of that of that run, and you're gonna start over essentially. Um, and I don't know if. I don't I don't think you can really do this with like say Hades for example but what I noticed was so at one point I was like let me just test this I I basically was in the middle of a of a match I was about to lose I I quit I went back in and I basically got to start it over again but what I noticed was I was getting the same cards they were getting the same cards he was kind of like placing things in the same spot so mm-hmm. like so it's a little weird cuz it's not totally random then right so if like if you if you truly get in a position where you just don't have a good hand because the cards are going to feed to you exactly the same apparently whether you quit and go back in however many times so if those cards that are coming out of you know because it's random the uh, the deck the way it's been shuffled if it's just not going to come to you in a, in a way where you're like oh I'm actually getting good cards to be able to make it through this you're just you're not going to mm-hmm. make it past that point so that's kind of a flaw because it's not like 
I guess it's not totally random where it's like, or oh, they I can... don't want you to be able to exit, come back in and get better. Well, luck. sure. No. But like what I'm what I'm saying is like you basically are kind of going into that match with the randomness of what's happened prior. Mm-hmm. If you're not getting the, the necessary stuff that you need to really kind of have it be fair and balanced, then you're out of luck. You're yeah. just absolutely out of luck no yeah. matter what. Um, I gotcha. I but you. it's it's still it's really fun. It's it I, is, I like the basic concept of you know mm-hmm. play a powerful card. You have to sacrifice the blood yes. sacrifice of the little squirrels or the other cards. Yeah, there. Um, like, I like that. It's very dark and kind of sinister and funny the way that yeah. they do it. Yeah, I like it. But I love it, the card that talks back to you. I can't remember. Is that a cat yeah, or something? The, the at stoat, the very beginning. The stoat. The stoat. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's very he, snarky. And you, you power him up, and he starts to glow. And that's and that's part of the story too, because there's some there's a couple other ones that are similar to that, and and you basically start getting like this thread as you, because basically you can back away from like the board, and you can walk around the room, and there's mm-hmm. like puzzles and things to open to like say find other cards or some items that you need to progress the story. Like you can't progress the story unless you actually go and sort of um, back away from the table. Yeah, back away from wow. the table and investigate the room. So there's there's certain things that you get throughout. I'm not thought room. to do that. That's an escape crazy. room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it basically kind of is actually. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's I you know I I didn't know what I was in store for because I didn't really read much of the game. I just had seen like you know bits of video or like some screenshots, and um, I'm I'm very surprised. It's actually very. Did you buy it on sale? Some of the. Uh, yeah, I had the um epic uh was it epic store. I had the ten dollar coupon. Coupon, yeah. Yeah, um, so I probably got it for like six bucks, right? Because it was on sale for like fifteen, sixteen, and then it might have. I might have just missed that, but it was still ten bucks. So it's okay. It was only ten bucks, but yeah, it's it, absolutely yeah. Even twenty bucks, I would have. I did. I did buy it during the New Year's sale on Epic Game Store because of that deal where it was down to sixteen, and then they get yeah. giving away ten dollar coupons like crazy during that sale. Yeah. So I got it for six. So I've got it. It's installed. I'm like, I'm gonna dive into this game. It's just a matter of when. So I'm gonna. Yeah. But you right. got, yeah, I, got me wanting to try it now. There's uh there was the the last run that I did before I got to Act Two um was super awesome. So there's like these little um these little totems that you find, and there's basically like a body and a head. So depending on sort of which ones you find, like so basically the body will have sort of the different um extra little abilities. Like your your card uh, basically can fly over other cards and like attack directly. Mm-hmm. Um, or like do like instant like death and things right. like that. And then if you have um, on the heads, it's like depending on if it's like a insect or if it's the squirrel or like to match the cards, the animals on the cards. So I had um, I had a squirrel head and then like the basically what was it? If that card dies, then it basically gets shuffled right back into my deck. So essentially what happened was I had like just constant um, like meat shields. The squirrel cards just kept coming back into my hand. And, oh, I kept, and I kept throwing them back down to essentially be meat yeah, shields. So they, they, he would never hit your your crucial cards. That yeah, you sometimes would use for they attacks. would, but yeah, essentially <clears throat> it just kept using yeah. them to be able to shield until I got the the appropriate cards to yeah. just kind of like really unleash some heavy some heavy damage. One of the funniest uh, special abilities in that game is you can pull a tooth and add it to the scales that yeah. are measuring who wins and loses. It gets oh worse. Oh my god! The tooth yeah. weighs. I'm deaths. sure it does. <laughs> it gets worse. There's there's something even more devastating you can do to yourself. So. Oh my gosh! Yeah, um, right, it's yeah, it's well, this. it's well worth um, and and if you get stuck at a certain point, you're like, oh, this is too confusing. I mean, I had to look up a couple things. I didn't even care. I was like, whatever. Um, with the puzzles, because I was like, I don't even know where I'm getting the information for these puzzles. So, mm. um, 
So yeah, who cares? Just look it up. That game it's, is uh, okay, yeah, exactly. Yeah, we talked about this before. Just look it up. If you're lost, yeah. look it up. Look no up. one, no one cares. Yeah, yeah. Like, no it, cares if they you. bane that they do, they don't. Yeah, yeah. it's it's and absolutely well. Kyle worth does it, it for Uncharted puzzles, so it's fine. Yes. Yeah, yeah, all the time. It, it, those super easy puzzles. I'm like, yeah, I'm not gonna. That's, that's, how, got, yeah. that's how I got through the witness. Is I looked up every puzzle and I didn't solve. I actually just watched a let let's play of the witness, and I was like, I beat that game. Um, if you got. Wicked smart. Wicked smart. If you guys <laughs> legit if you guys legit um like card games at all though, like at least get to act two and then if you're kinda like, all right, I, I'm satiated, but like at least get through that first act because it's yeah, it's really good. I don't even like card games. I just heard so many good things about this one in particular that I was yeah. like, All right, fine. And I yeah, I did not expect to like it at all. And I, I did really like the brief it time is- that I played it. It yeah. has no business being that good with how it looks. It looks so grainy and gross yeah. and muddy. Yeah. And that's part of the creepiness of it. Yeah. Yeah. But it yeah, works. Yeah. It all works yeah. for it. Now you're also watching, you just wrapped up Castlevania. Any final, th- you've talked about that a little bit before on past shows, but final yeah, thoughts I, on I that. I did finish it. I was, yeah, I oh, was nice. telling, um, I was telling you and, uh, and Kyle and then, uh, so Jeff, I'll tell you also, cause I don't think you finished it either. Right, Jeff? No, I have two seasons apparently. So, okay. Yeah, Jeff and I are like at the same. Um, spot, I think. Yeah, it's it is. It is shockingly excellent. Like it's very. It's not. So it's not a studio that is from Japan. So it's not straight up anime. But it's about no. as anime as an American studio is making something that's animated. Um, and it's just it's really really good. And then I think um at the end of season two is kind of like a, a big crazy thing happens, and then seasons three and four are sort of like the aftermath of that. Um, and even that is, oh, really, that makes sense. It, yeah. Season two. Ha- yeah. The stuff of that is really interesting. Cause it's like the politics of it are actually pretty interesting and kind of, uh, what unfolds after that sort of, you know, crazy event at the end of season two. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, even if you're not a Castlevania fan, um, like, or what or just super into animated stuff, I, I, it's, it's very good. There's, there's a particular, um, a particular brawl with one of the vampire chicks in season three that's just like brutal as hell like these humans oh, just show yes. up at the camp and they're trying to like sort of ambush them because it's broad daylight um and they're all they're all intense and she just puts on well she she basically has something to kind of help her deal with the sunlight and it's just the animation is incredible of how mm. she's just murdering all of these dudes like you guys should uh right Anybody listening should look up the voice cast at some point because holy crap, that's, that's a lot Not of for Castlevania. Show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. The vo- Thor the and Oakenshield himself plays the main character, so yeah. Thor Oakenshield. Yeah, well, there you go. Yeah, I do yeah. want to mention that this producer, the guy who like was the showrunner and he executive produced it, uh, I know he signed a deal with Netflix to do several more so uh, video reading... game animated like uh, shows. Like, and like, uh, I think he said he was going to do Devil May Cry as well. Okay. Mm. Well, in I the was same trying to vein as Castlevania. I was Didn't trying to read in, like um, trouble or something. Well, no, that was so that was the that was the creator. That was uh, okay. the creator. He, he got okay. fired from like, the, the anime. Last the, season okay. I see what yeah. you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because <clears> the season. So basically, the way the whole thing ends, I'm like, oh, okay. It seems like they can maybe kind of do something here. And uh, apparently, that yeah, that guy got in trouble. But like, he did. But they are going to spin it off and continue. Yeah, there's the story, a spin. There's going to be a spinoff. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Exactly. But less oh, of a nice. spinoff and more of a sequel series. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And yeah, you know, um, Castlevania is all about dynasties, so it's like right. Yeah, we may be yeah. jumping ahead and seeing a different Belmont. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, exactly. whoops! Never mind. That guy's not going to do the Devil May Cry anymore. He's oh. suing Netflix for excluding him from the spinoff. Yeah, that's what I. Yeah, that's what Whoops. I. Heard, so. Whoopsie, um, is there? Have you guys ever watched the Hades animated series? Is that any good? No. Wasn't there Hades animated. Wasn't there a Hades one? 
Am I misremembering? I don't think so. Like for oh, you know what? Game? I'm thinking, no, there was just the Zeus Blood of the Gods one. That's what I'm thinking. Oh, uh, okay. Mm, okay. I'm not familiar on, with on that Netflix. one. It was another violent animated one on Netflix okay. called Blood of the Gods. They, or... got, they got a lot out there, and like I would say the percentage of them that are actually really great is small. <laughs> they have a lot of homemade oh, it's, it's, anime and like... Uh, it's not called anime, Blood but like of Zeus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. called Blood of Zeus. That's what gotcha. it's called. But and like... That, not a lot of them. Like it's Arcane and Castlevania are like the best things that they have yeah. in that genre. So, um, yeah, Arcane. Uh, the Witcher I... uh, anime uh, thing was really good. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that was like a movie or something, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not a series, but a movie. Yeah. I gotta um, check this one out. This one's got reviewed really well. Blood of Zeus. It's one of those ones that's been on my queue for a while. I need to watch. I need to watch that. I need to watch Castlevania. I need to get my violent cartoons on. You know? Yeah. It's it's so violent. Yeah, so so violent. <laughs> um. Well, I'm watching something else that's pretty violent, but it's not animated. And boy, is it funny. I'm watching uh, the Fargo TV series. It is so super. It is ways. super violent to the <laughs> to the point that I was just like, oh, I didn't expect it. Like I knew that it would yeah. be. Lots of like kind of charming dark humor because mm-hmm. I I vaguely remember the movie. It's been so long since I've seen it, but I I remember big you know big components of it. And so I started watching the show, and it had a lot of that. And then towards the end of episode one, it's like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, what what is happening? <laughs> oh my gosh, uh, oh my god, oh oh my, oh this is this oh, is dear. this, this is, is unpleasant. This is not good. Um, that man is mean. Do you Actually, at least remember from the movie the uh, the money being buried in the snow? I see. I didn't that? remember that, but now it makes sense. You know, come almost yeah. down season one. So that's the tie-in from yeah. That's the see. Tie-in. So I wanted to ask because I'm familiar. People have always said, "Oh, the movie, the movie," and then like they started a show. I'm like, so what is the correlation yeah. between the two? Like, what it, is they just said lightly different characters? Yeah, yeah okay. like, it's, it's completely like tangential connections. So what is Fargo though? You could, you could think of it. It's, like... it's a town in in North Dakota. Oh, okay. You All could right. think yeah. of it as um, because from what I've heard, at least of the four seasons, each of the four seasons of the show are a separate story that have some yeah. elements that intertwine, some more okay. than others. Mm-hmm. And the yeah. movie is also its own story. So it's almost like five stories, mm. and they're just all told in the same universe, in yeah. the same yeah area. Although the movie Fargo was set, multiverse. the movie was set in the eighties, and it released in the 90s and of course yeah and all the shows take place like all, all across the, time yeah, yeah all over the place think, yeah didn't that win some don't even take place in fargo like you just they just kind of mention fargo and like well yeah so the season one is in minnesota completely they mentioned fargo minnesota. And it's, <laughs> right yeah yeah so yeah a lot of seasons real, are like that these real towns like bemidji and i looked it up and bemidji is a real town in in uh season minnesota. four takes place in like kansas so yeah it takes in Kansas. very almost nearly unrelated yeah Dude. I don't even know why they call it Fargo. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but, 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 the, but it doesn't reveal the, itself right away. The cast yeah, is incredible. The yeah. the writing is amazing. I think it's even knowing that this season is going to be its own encapsulated story that's going to have a conclusion. Is that there's something comforting about that? Then I can go to season two and get into that. Like I kind of like that. I don't necessarily need every show I watch to have this incredible arc from episode one to episode 100. Sometimes you know it's nice when it's like this encapsulated story and then we're going to reference it perhaps there'll be some tie-ins but it's a new story for the next season i think that's they cool get, they get a huge yeah, people really for cool. their cast every season like ewan mcgregor is like season three's like star you know like it's yeah. he it plays two characters he plays twins you know like it's they so, uh, it's so out of this world martin freeman like hot off of the hobbit and hot off of like all the success Dude, that he, he was he, seeing, like, he is an absolute 
beast in his Such performance. Such a joy in this, yeah. in, this yeah. in this show. Yeah, He's Billy so Bob good. Thornton. Like, oh. I mean, they're they're not just getting like, ah, yeah, I know that guy. You're well, like, and, oh my god, like I can't believe he's in this. Like, I mean, Colin but, Hanks. Once again, playing Colin Hanks, but he's good at that. And so, I like Colin Hanks. Oh yeah. man, his character is so great too. I love yeah. his art. Yeah. Um, Timothy so, Oliphant plays uh, a marshal in season four. You know, mm. not totally in his wheelhouse. Is it justified? <laughs> playing a marshal, he, he plays a, he plays a marshal in literally everything. He yeah. Is, yeah. Ju- is it justified, <laughs> Kyle? He's just a cop. Uh, uh, I was thinking more uh, the marshal in uh, Cobb Banth from Star Wars. Star but, uh, Wars, right? Know, whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> but yes, yeah, uh, justified and. Uh, yeah, the uh, season two is actually about uh, it's like a prequel series to season one because it's uh, Patrick Wilson plays uh, Colin Hanks's wife's dad, a younger version of Colin Hanks's wife's because <laughs> he used to be sheriff and he talks about, oh, back when I was sheriff or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so it like kind of flashes back to what he was doing then. And I think Jesse Plemons is in that season, Kirsten Dunst. Um, that's awesome. That's a good season. Yeah, so yeah, it's, Jesse it's Plemons really good. And Kirsten Dunst being real life, like. That's where they met. Yeah, they met on like, Fargo. Yeah, yeah. They they have a so, lot of chemistry in that show, and it's like, oh, no wonder those kids got married. You know? Yeah. So my wife and I have been uh, trying to pick and choose what services we subscribe to. So we just wrapped up a couple subscriptions, and now we just dove into Hulu. It's been a while since we've had Hulu, so that includes all these amazing FX shows that aren't FX, on yeah. a lot of other... Since Disney acquired um, Fox, yeah. Yeah, so you got all... And that included, I already watched Mr. Impossible, that whole series. It's only 20-something episodes total. I loved that. And now I'm on the Fargo, and I'm now understanding why it got all the awards and accolades. And so I've got a bunch of other ones in the queue. I'm excited to, to get to those. Um, actually, Tim, did you ever finish Mr. Robot? No, I'm on the... I finished up the third season uh how did oh, you nice. not go back to it the third season's a hell of a cliffhanger oh too i don't know how you yeah. finished that and didn't go yeah. back <laughs> i don't the third know season is excellent oh my god it is yeah. i i have no i have nothing negative to but say about time, this show right? i just I mean, started maybe, watching other stuff yeah. Yeah. i get it i get yeah, yeah. it yeah, yeah. it was one of those I things I, I, made the, so I, get it. I made the mistake Same, of yeah. trying to uh kind of shotgun two different shows sure and yeah i was into mr robot and then it's not like the show didn't interest me. It's just a, something I forget what it was at the time. Just kind of took off and went. Happens with me that. with video games. Well, sometimes that. like Mr. Robot's a pretty complex show that kind of like yeah. takes like a hundred thousand yeah. percent of your observation skills. Yeah, your like, brain space like, better be maybe like it's easier to watch a different yeah. show that you get wrapped up into because like that's the mind space that you're Season, in. I find myself yeah. in that place all the time. Seasons personally. three and four of Mr. Robot really make up for the slowness of season two. It, it's just yeah, and there's just some stuff. There's some revelations in four that are like. Whoa! Like, I think I, I've never finished that show either. So it's, it's one I want to get back to watching without so. without um, spoiling any of it because there's some pretty cool stuff when you first watch it in season one. I won't spoil anything mm-hmm. for those of you listening who haven't watched. I do recommend it. But the main core element of who the main character is, yeah, I'm not saying it's not interesting, but it's kind of exhausting to to watch. I got to be honest. Like as yeah. a viewer, I start to kind of get like. Okay. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I there's I, a very specific to... there's a very specific reason, which is one of uh, one of the revelations um, that I'm mentioning. That's like shocking, and you're like, oh, oh god, I I want to give this kid. You want to give him a hug. You want to just like hold him and like not let know. go and be like, dude, it's gonna be okay. Like, I I, listen, I I get it. I I'm not saying I don't. Remy Malik is a good looking guy. I'm no, not saying not. I. He's a good looking guy. 
He's, he's not Chris him. Hemsworth, all right? All right. All right. You guys are just yeah, about muscles. Like, I, got a, I got a crush, huh? That's you guys are just yeah, going on say, here. That's the second sounded, time I mentioned that guy. He's no Chris. Yeah. sounded like Eric right now. I think I'm a little goofy I wasn't trying to imply that there's no... Right, thanks, Jeff. I wasn't trying to imply that you don't feel empathy for him. Of course. Of course. Empathy for him. It's just... I find it exhausting to watch after. So it's one of those things where after yeah. a while, if you're watching, like even something like The Walking Dead, I'm like, how much more do I want to watch these characters suffer oh, needless? Yeah, yeah, yeah it, it, that's yeah, what the show is. Sure. That's pretty and, much what it is. And that's is. kind of what Mr. Robot is. It's that's, like uh, that's Handmaid, Handmaid's Tale too. Like I straight up quit after last season, even though I ended last season ended on kind of a high note where somebody got some revenge. Actually, a bunch of people did, and that was cool. And I was like, it took you four seasons to get to that point. Everything else was just torture. Everything else is just the most depressing crap you could think of in a TV show. <laughs> yeah. So I'm done with that yeah. show. I got what I needed. I'm good. I got yeah. the revenge. I'm and out. You're and not, exactly. it's, it's a personal preference. It's one of those things yeah. where I'm like, I kind of yeah, just yeah. feel, and it's it's what Kyle said too. Like I can't half watch the show while I'm no, like playing can't. a phone yeah. game or right. doing work or something. Some shows you can. I can't really do that. So I have to be focused in on it. And I was like, I don't know that I want to really dedicate 100% of my time right now to this i was distracted by other stuff i I will say i get that with with a show that's about like uh, mental health or wellness and and there's some trauma in there too i totally freaking get it totally yeah it's it's heavy you want something to breathe through yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. But Sometimes I did not. I want, did not I want, I want shelve it. It's one of those. It's one of those shows. I did not. I was not like. I want to shelve this and come back to it much. Later. I just kept remembering, like, oh, to, to ask you, be like, and I, and then forgetting to be like, oh, did Tim ever finish that? It was I, a. It was a not on purpose shelving. Uh, how <laughs> it just happened? Unintentional yeah. shelving. I will tell you that a breezy, a really breezy watch, six episodes that just dropped on Netflix is Murderville. Have you guys heard about this show? It sounds I'm breezy. So it's, it's, it's going to be my evening. Uh, you know, if, uh, if I it's don't want to so I am 100% going to rewatch these episodes. It's so freaking funny. Will Arnett um, and I think whoever oh, else yeah, is in yeah, the yeah. show. Um, whoever else is in the show with him that's Conan in the O'Brien. core cast. They all have like a script as to what each... Uh, murder case is going to be each episode. They they have a special guest come in as like Will Arnett's partner, detective partner. Um, and but isn't isn't the whole crux is that it's off script? Like it's, yeah, it's it's usually a celebrity, yeah, and the celebrity they don't that know comes what's in happening. has no clue what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. They just have to play along. And Kumail Nanjiani's episode is just some of the funniest improvisation. Like. Oh my! He that just plays sharp, along dude. so beautifully. He's so sharp, man. Um, him and Conan O'Brien episodes hilarious. Conan, yeah. Um, yeah, because it's just funnier when when the actors go along with it and they're they're straight faced with it and and it's God, it's so genius how stupid it is. It's like middle edition shorts a little bit. That sounds like a how genius thing and it's stupid off. stupidity. Yeah. <laughs> Are they like thirty minute episodes? Yeah, yeah, they're really short. All right, all right. The Ken Jeong one was that dude cannot. How did he get through a single scene community? Because he laughs at everything. <laughs> Does he? Does he break the entire episode? <laughs> I know because community is so like just kind of like, hey guys, just be funny in this scene or whatever. Like, yeah. I, maybe so I had it's to like shoot a comedy about solving crimes, and he's just cackling the whole time. Yeah, he's cackling yeah. the whole time because some That's of the funny in its are just own right. Stupid. They're yeah. so dumb, um, and they get and they get they don't have like bit actors playing uh, uh, questionable witnesses or whatever or people uh, that are possible. Um, what do you call them? Suspects. Um, they have people that you might recognize from other shows, like Rob Hubel is one of the uh, possible suspects um, of murder or whatever, and he plays triplets, and it, he plays three totally different characters, and it's so freaking funny. 
it, yeah, I gotta, just, I gotta check this so out. Yeah, I'm I, I do like. I mean, that's one of my favorite things to sometimes watch on YouTube or on Facebook. Watch when it pops up. It's characters breaking bloopers, yeah. all yes, that kind of yes. stuff. I, I love that. All the laughing in. If it, if it, I mean, Ken Jeong especially, they couldn't cut any of his laughing out. <laughs> By the uh, way, someone well, like, caught. And it was really and, clever. Male like, laughing. They left all that in there, and it's so funny. Someone yeah, and I, maybe awesome. you guys caught this too when you watched it, but I didn't catch it when I watched The Office that Idris Elba almost broke yes. when Kevin yeah, Malone yeah, yeah. goes. I saw. I saw that. From the right. side, yeah, like yeah, five minutes it was, later, it wasn't scripted. Yeah, yeah. it was. It was yeah, like, and the, so and the timing was right as David Wallace was trying yeah. to say hi, and then right as he's about to talk, and then Kevin goes hi, hi, <laughs> and you can see it just look to the side and start to crack. But it's yeah, the one, um, the one where uh, John Krasinski pops uh, Dwight's um, yoga ball, like that, that one, the way he falls, you see John Krasinski just dive off to the side because he's just like about to just he's like dying, completely yes. break. And that's the one that they kept because it's the best fall of like just the way he falls over. But, yeah, those are the uh, best. Uh, I, I will say surprise improv player of the show is Marshawn Lynch of all people. He's a football. He's a former football player. Dude, I can oh, that guy. That. Yeah, I can see the Seahawks that. And stuff. Have you seen some of his interviews? He's in just the past? Uh, no, I just. Uh, when he was in the NFL, I've only paid attention to his like interviews whenever he was in the media for like not playing along well with the interviewers. Right, and he had a lot of that stuff. Whether it was an entire interview of just yeah. saying thanks for asking me that, like all he would say in response to every yeah. question after a game, hey, or thanks for he would say something like I'm just here to play football or something like he would. There was one where he just said, I'm just here to play a game or whatever. And he just kept yeah, saying that would, over and over He again. would have whole interviews where he, and then there was one interview where he brought up a cardboard cutout just of, trolling one of, the, the of one of his teammates, you know, like he, he's like, and he, so he's, he's just, he, he's he's not break. Storming, it sounds like, yeah. <laughs> he, he, he has skittles to, he on has the side. He has to play, he has to play a card dealer undercover in one scene where his character's name is like Walter Shitwagon. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like he's, he's being fed these lines from yeah. Will Arnett and he's like <laughs> and the, his delivery of it is perfect he didn't even laugh he was like my last name y'all better not laugh at this and <laughs> Will Arnett didn't even say that, tell him to say that he's just a good improviser he's just yeah. really funny he's like y'all yeah. better not laugh at this name <laughs> yeah dude it also reminds me I used to love when David Spade on his show they used to like have an earpiece in and help people be stand-up comedians. That was actually really fun. You guys see those videos too? I, oh God, yeah, I kind of no. remember that, yeah. It was where him and another comedian would be feeding jokes to someone who's not a comedian who's mm. up at like an open mic night or something. That's and funny. That was a lot That's of fun. Really familiar. Yeah. It must have been a short-lived show, which is unfortunate. It just, when you, when you, like well, it was, I think it was one of the sketches he would do during his, uh, whatever the David Spade online show was called there. For yeah, yeah. Oh, one of his many canceled shows, yeah. <laughs> Dude, his his interview he has show so was many great. Freaking canceled his, shows. No, that's the thing. He's always great. You yeah, know? but yeah. like everything when, that when he's he would in, gather like other comedians and actors reason, around, but... and they would they would like bring up some news thing or some video, and then I'll just yeah. talk about it. That was like, really yeah, let's talk about yeah. it. Yeah, it probably just didn't get enough views. It just didn't <laughs> get. <laughs> yeah. uh, let's talk about it. That's David Spade. <laughs> that's your David Spade. Uh, I heard it. No, no, it's perfect. Yeah, it was, it was pretty, it's pretty good. It's a little Norm Macdonaldy, also. Yeah, a little yeah. bit. All right, guys. Well, let me ask you this, uh, and maybe you can't think of any in either column, but thinking about the arms race of all these acquisitions by video game <laughs> companies, and we know that it's not over. Both companies have said, "Hey, there's more on the way." It's like, great. Yeah. We were Jeff hoping. Jeff Keeley is like stroking um, the flames. He's like, "There's a lot more coming, guys." Jeff, like, Jeff Keeley's doing this. Yeah, he's it's gonna be <laughs> to the flames. Yeah, it's gonna be a slobber knocker. Oh, yeah, God. yeah. Jeff's loving it. Um, but anyway, um, what are what do you think? 
just off the top of your head, and I didn't ask you this ahead of time on purpose. I just wanted off the top of your head, what would you say are some of the pros or the cons of these companies acquiring these developers and other publishers? So what what comes to mind first? What's a pro? What's a, what's a good thing that could come out of this? Anything? I got one. Go. Um, what could be perceived as underfed developers, and I mean financially, are finally have the financial backing to be able to make whatever game they uh, desire. I like that. That's a good one. That's good. There is a con for that category too, though. Yeah. All right. Is sometimes go, Microsoft go or Sony will tell them to make a specific game they don't want to make. Okay. That yeah. could that could happen. Or right. they don't make enough money on that last game, so they shut down the studio. Okay. Yeah. So does that? Uh, I think another pro is, especially in the case of the Activision uh, purchase, I think there's a good chance of revamping some pretty corrupt leadership that's yes. going on over there. So yes. potentially yeah. cleaning up and and essentially saving. An, an organization maybe that's a pr potential pro right yeah, yeah. that could yeah. that could save people like to dwell on and, and not without reason uh you know layoffs that come with mergers and acquisitions right uh, but i feel like with activision blizzard there were going to be more layoffs without an acquisition <laughs> oh they do it they do it almost every year right yeah I mean, they, i'm, I'm so. sure they do but like i feel like because of it was it being a sinking ship already i, I feel like it was just you know doomed to have so many people without a job eventually. Yeah. And I feel like now those jobs are kind of, many of them are saved. All right. Well, here's a con. I think, uh, you know, you've got potential for a lot more uh, exclusivity where it's like, I wish this were on everything. You know, there's, so there's potential for um, creating even bigger barriers for players who kind of like having their choice of playing where they want to play. There's potential for that. We're not seeing it yet. I don't think. Uh, but we're going to start seeing it, you know, when the big Bethesda games start arriving. I think we'll see it. Um, but anyway, I don't know if that's a major comment. That's one that comes well, to mind for me. That's what that's what I see people like. Oh, now I got to go buy another system. It's like, I mean, you don't have to, but I mean, I guess if there's a specific series, you know, I mean, I don't know. I, I for I for years didn't buy an Xbox just because, to be honest, there weren't enough exclusives of course, on there for me to care. Uh, that's really what it was at the end of the day. And Sony has a lot of exclusives and a lot of excellent ones. So I just mm -hmm. kept having PlayStations. That uh, was, we should take you know? a vote in our group and see if that's true. I don't know. If that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure um, it'll be a well-debated, definitely not. Annoying. It will be definitely a grown-up conversation. for sure. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of minds will be changed as people hear out the other yeah. side of the argument. Yo, there will be so much listening. That oh, that is so like much, so much enlightening. That's my cup of tea right there. Is that entire You know idea? what? There's there's a little less positivity there, and it's some talk and a lot of toxicity. All right, that's yeah. yeah. I, you know, like, that situation would be a, a disaster. So we should just we should shut that down. Well, that's because our group is full of sarcastic fucks. That's They're why. great people, Dan, because they listen, right? Right, guys, you're listening. Listen, totally I'm listening. all about sarcasm because that's my main shtick. But like, also, let's be adults and have conversations sometimes. I mean, sometimes it, sometimes it happens. It happens. You know, it's so, interesting so, as as I'm thinking happens. about these acquisitions too. I think, yeah. kind of what what Jeff said. Um, one major pro could be they might have the funding and support to really make what they want to make. Absolutely. Um, but I mean, on the con side. That, I didn't even think about this, the idea of now you're forced to make something you don't want to work on. Mm. But do you think, I mean, do you think that that's actually going to happen? Like, for example, 
Um, I don't think it's going to happen with Sony and Bungie, of course, being the bigger piece of news from this week. But with Microsoft, do you actually think they're going to look at some of those Bethesda development teams and force them to make Microsoft stuff? Is that? I don't know. I don't know. Well, I mean, you have you already have Playground um, doing doing Fable. Fable. Yeah. So So did they choose that or did forcing them? But. It just feels I, um, like out of nowhere to the point yeah, where I feel like yeah. Microsoft asked them to do a do them a favor. I, I, we really need to bring back Fable. Yeah. We're really doing well right now. now. Those I mean, playground or, guys, you know, or the like, or the healthy way to approach that they is could be have like, chosen hey, to as well. We have That's all true. of these games, uh, these franchises. Like, does anybody want to? You know, yeah, like kind of do you want to pick? Yeah, That's true. That's, That's the healthy way to do it. You know? That's that's that's. Does anybody want to pick up Scalebound? Yeah. Why would you say that word, Dan? That's a really great pro is that we might actually see the resurrection of some franchise or some IP that we thought right. just gone for good. Well, so that's, that's what Bill Spencer that's, seemed to have backed that up. He's yeah, like, we're bringing yeah, yeah. it back, baby. You know? I mean, it was probably just a PR thing, just throwing out titles, but, you know. Still, yeah. it, well, the, I mean, it, it's really good PR. So. Yeah. <laughs> what I'm saying is if, you actually, if you're just like, I'm going to be positive about this and think about it in that it's manner. It's a really good way to do it, man. That guy knows how to play good guy for sure. So Yeah, he does. I think um, it's genuine, too. I don't think he's playing. Think sure, he's playing. sure, sure. Yeah, I agree. And I suppose, uh, I mean, that could also mean, I don't think with Sony and Bungie, but definitely with Microsoft, and we've already seen it with Bethesda, we're going to start seeing access to those games through their subscription services, which Mm -hmm. is a pro, I think, um, for the most part. I mean, maybe you hate those services. I think they're great. But like through Game Pass, we're seeing it. And I think through whatever Sony launches this year, as a response to that, we might be able to see some of the stuff that, you know, normally we had to pay full price for or wait for a sale for. Oh, I can just subscribe and get access to it yeah. so there's some potential for that but i do think there's it's not all bad news it's i don't i think the idea of throwing around the word like monopoly i think is ridiculous but that doesn't mean there aren't some negatives and potential negatives yeah. Yeah. it's just so much of it is up in the air i mean microsoft well, we don't have a lot of data yet right exactly like, there's we don't, there's not a lot of it's all know. conjecture Yes, yeah. So we'll, we'll know soon how bad or good it is, but I just right. I don't see a lot of negative, but there is some. You know, there is definitely some to like be worried about, and um, maybe not worry about monopolies, but because I think that's ridiculous. But like, do worry about like kind of what y'all are talking about, like artistic integrity, and are people getting the choice to do the projects they want to yeah. do, or are hey, it's our money, you guys do this type of type of business. You know, I mean, look I at Studio Bent. Studio. Studio Bend has gone to Sony how many times, um, apparently, with like, hey, we want to do this. They're like, nah. No, nah. you don't get to. Yeah, do, go, do, go These are like beloved friend franchises. Days gone, yeah, yeah. Days gone. How, but how, how would they not, would not want more siphon filters? You know, like, but a, they probably would never have around. gotten to make Days Gone without Sony. You well, know sure, sure. So, yeah, no, it's a two-way, two way it's a two-way street for sure, you know. Um, uh, it's just, I yeah, I hope. There's not a lot of cooks in the kitchen on on a lot of the creative stuff because like gamers are really uh, observant. They're gonna see like a corporate <laughs> game from a mile away. Uh, sure. You know, hint, yeah. you know, hint, hint, wink, wink. You know, like uh, Final Fantasy VII remake. Shut up, James. Yeah. <laughs> Shut your mouth, James. Um, well, if you think about the Sony purchase of of Bungie, which was of course the big news this week for 3.6 billion. That's no small purchase. I mean, it might sound small numbers wise compared to what we just saw with Microsoft and Activision, but sure. take that deal off the table and it's right up there with some of the biggest acquisitions across all different kinds of mediums. I mean, it's right in the price point of Star Wars and Marvel as we talked about last week. So that's a big purchase. And when I look at that and you see the details, like for example, a statement came out almost immediately 
from both Sony and from Bungie saying we're excited about this partnership. But then Bungie made it clear, like, our games are going to be on all platforms. Like, we're not making stuff exclusively for PlayStation. We just feel like this partnership is what we needed to advance, blah, 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 corporate marketing talk. And so to me, when I see an acquisition like that, it's just like, oh, Sony just wants some of that Bungie money. And they're going to, I think they're just going to make a bunch of money off of all the Destiny and future IP success. I don't think this is a bring this into PlayStation only move and we it was actually clarified it's clearly not that so there's more to these acquisitions than uh, our brains understand i don't think any of us have business degrees we're not going to pretend to understand all the different moving pieces all we can do is kind of make our best guesses there's clearly money to be made with these i mean these guys aren't these companies aren't stupid so they wouldn't make these purchases without seeing there's value here and here's the long-term value of this and so that's a lot of money to spend on essentially one ip for being honest well, so yeah. I think I I think I yeah. saw something where they are actually working on something else. And well, they are. It's, it's another live service game, which like I think that's what Sony sees of like these. Yeah. What is money it? The, good because the, the people ten pay of a them, lot of money for Destiny. Next, yeah. Yep. Every right. year, every year, twice a year, they pay forty dollars for more content. You know. Um, so let me rephrase it's that. Crazy. They, they like essentially it's, bought one existing IP. Right. Yeah. Potential for the next one. But when you bought a quality one... dev too, I mean, you know, they've been making games for a while, and you know, so well, I remember um... someone because I made a comment like that. This just feels unbalanced compared to some of the other purchases, and I, I know that you, there's this I don't understand. You made a good point with the Bethesda numbers. What was it, it the numbers feels... with Bethesda? So theirs was seven point one, and they have about. Mm. 15 or 16 pretty massive IPs, including yes. about another 12 There's that aren't a huge active. catalog. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty weird. That's a pretty. So, I think it's close to 30. Oh, um, I think yeah. it was the past. I think it was today or maybe even yesterday that uh, the 3.6. A part of that was actually to the retention, keeping a a, a bunch of people like what was the yeah. average one billion or or one million. Uh, sorry, a third, for... a third of it is to make sure that the it was to incentivize employees to stay. Yes. So like a, a good chunk of that 3.6 billion was literally just to be like, hey, like we really want you to stay on. So yeah, that's that's what it oh, was. Good. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're buying the talent, man, and they're yeah. a good studio. You know, like they. In a way, so I hear that, and I saw someone else make that point. Like, well, they they're they're buying their tech and their talent. I'm like, okay, I guess I kind of get that. But if that's what you needed, you would just open a new studio studio and and hire those people. You would just poach you them. Know, yeah. You would poach them and you would recruit them. I don't think it's I don't. I don't see how that's going to benefit Sony from a personnel standpoint because Bungie is still going to be making multi-platform non-Sony. That might be games. that might be harder to do though. Maybe the loyalty of leaving, but they don't want to leave Bungie, it's so it's good, like, and it's, it's good PR. Like you know, we're talking, yeah. you know, now we're talking about it in a positive way where it's like, wow, they're giving a lot of money to you yeah. know make sure that the employees right. feel like they're necessary and needed and wanted, and that they get to come forward into this future. You know, Listen, so it's like I don't understand how all this works. All I know is it feels like a lot of money. Yeah, because, one proven yeah. IP, the potential of maybe a second one, and none of these employees are going to be making games just for you. So I'm like, why wouldn't you just hire them to make games just for you if that's really what you needed and wanted? So I don't understand it all, but that's totally fine. I mean, I'm I saw sure I saw one defense in our in our lovely group. Uh, that I'm sure <laughs> yeah. you can imagine who this came from. Said uh, <laughs> this deal extends beyond gaming, and I my thought was, are they going to space? What? Oh. <laughs> Uh, movies, movies. What does that even mean? Movies. That's that sounds know. like a Jack Reacher. Huh? Yeah, that's a, that's oh, a Reacher. Boy, man. Huh? Full circle, man. I, I, think, call uh, this guy, that's a reach. Yeah. I think they do want to make a movie. So they do. Yeah, but you wouldn't you wouldn't get a gaming developer for that. You would you maybe go the to a movie studio. To the, well, to Sony the already has the. Uh, Let's see what studio, does this. 
who would Sony turn to to make a movie? I don't know. Does I guess Sony they have their own in-house I, yeah, studio, do they, right? I don't know. I feel like, I yeah. don't know. That's something they don't do. So. But maybe there's something wrapped up in, like, the franchise where, like, the movie rights are tied. Like, they, they're not going to. Maybe. maybe. Well, the movie rights or the show rights again, are owned by Paramount right it, this, now. This so. would be a better TV series, if anything else. Again, there's pieces of this that we don't totally understand. Yeah. And, again, Sony has to have done a a profit and loss scenario and laid it all out. Like, here's what we're spending. Here's what we're making. And here's what's going to come in long term. And they're forecasting numbers that it's like, hey, maybe even Destiny itself is so profitable with its player base that that was worth the purchase loan. I don't know. I have no idea. I have no idea how profitable it is. Yeah. Um, We'll see in five years or however long it takes for that transition. (laughs) But Jim Ryan uh, from Sony did say that they have many more acquisition moves to make and they're not Mm. too far away. So there's going to be more. There's going to be more. Um, Sony's going to buy. Uh, I think they're. I feel like they're going to buy. Fab made some predictions that I was like, "Don't they already own those studios?" I think that's who they're going to buy. Are the studios that you feel like they already own because like they who? have a bunch of exclusive from them? So um, uh, I'm trying to remember. Who... <clears throat> I feel like they could probably buy like FromSoft. Like, I don't think that's out of their own possibility. Right. Yeah. Uh, right. Th- there were some that was like, uh, um, God dang it, Square, Square Enix. <laughs> That'd be a big know. one. How much, that would be, that would, huge, how much do you think it would be much to buy Square? I have no idea, but they basically, I mean, their Final Fantasy VII remake isn't even out on Xbox. Like, it, it literally is only on play. They've been in bed with Sony for years. Like uh, Ever since it left Nintendo. Yeah, they, I mean, it's Final Fantasy yeah. 13 and 15 did come out on Xboxes, but, like, yeah, that's did, that's yeah. about it, you know? Yeah. So what do you I think, think one of them was cost? super massive, the... Uh, the okay. The... Manamadan guys and the yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the uh, until dawn because until dawn was exclusive, yeah. uh, but but the 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 dark pictures aren't. Right. So I mean, I guess that would kind of make you know that's kind of like a oh yeah that's, yeah that's Square not super they, expensive. They could acquire copy. some of the smaller studios like the Kena Bridge of Spirit studio that sure. is independent. Yeah, um, and Sony could acquire you know teams like that. that. Insomniac was such a good purchase. Like yeah. I mean, Retro- such Retro- such a. <laughs> Yeah, and then so they you, have could, lock, you have to lock studios like that down. You know? yeah. Now they're the Marvel guys. Like nobody's gonna make yeah. Marvel games that are on par with that, unless there's an accident like Guardians again. It's true. Yeah. It's it's <laughs> almost like EA locking down the NFL license. It just screwed everyone else is, over. What, what a great idea that was too. <laughs> it worked. Um, it it yeah, really worked though, worked. man. Like they made so much money off the Madden games, and no one else could compete. I know they tried. Like 2K was like, well, what about an XFL game? Everyone's like, yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> what what are you doing? Yeah. Um. All right. So, Gran Turismo 7, I did not watch the state of play this week. Yeah, it aired on Wednesday, know. though, but got a lot more details there. That game's coming out pretty soon. So, if is you're... it? Yeah. Um, I watched it, but I couldn't tell you a single thing that I saw. What I think was it's the coming out in about a month. It was a right? pretty oh, wow. game. Seriously? I think Gran Turismo yeah. comes out in a month. Like, first that, week of March, That's right? shocking. Yeah, yeah that that's a March shocking. game. Like, like most Some things are either a oh, February or March game. A month from today, March 4th. Wow. Yeah. I'm actually re- legitimately shocked. So, um, so yeah, they had a state of play where they showed all kinds of stuff. I quickly read about it, but I didn't go watch it. And if I'm being totally honest, I can't, I, as much as I want to pretend like I'm interested in every game, I'm not. And so I'm just not that interested in this game. And, uh, but if you are, that's great. These games are beautiful and awesome. And I just, I, I can't get into the super hardcore driver simulator games. Right. Right. And I'm, I am going to get it, and I like this series, but like I'm not like so excited where I'm like, oh, man, I just got to, like, it's on my list, you know? Like, I'm just like, yeah, I'm going to play that game again. Yeah. yeah, I play these games every time they come out, you know? Like, okay. I remember being underwhelmed by the amount of tracks they said there would be. And I was like... <clears throat> They'll add to it, huh. though. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. they love, like, DLC and stuff, GT but I was like, huh, like, turned like the series into way more like, at launch, you know? Yeah. 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 Uh, well, 
another Sony exclusive that's hitting in March is Ghostwire Tokyo. Comes out yeah. March 25th. Finally have a release. That. What a shocker of an announcement. I was sure this would be October or something. Could not believe this game was coming out in like a month. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. So Sony over it's the course of that. over the course of uh, February and March for all the holiday grief that I admittedly gave them, they're about to have a slew of exclusives that all look to be pretty great. And that's of course Horizon um, Forbidden West. Uh, Gran Turismo 7 and Ghostwire Tokyo. So some pretty major Sony exclusives. Oh, and Sifu's Sony too, right? Isn't that exclusive? Yes. Mm. So do. Do. Well, I didn't, oh, I didn't realize. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Console-wise, yeah. Cool. It's wow. Sony exclusive. So, man, I mean, Sony's about to have an incredible run here starting next week when Sifu hits. And then two weeks from that, you got Horizon. Two weeks from that, you've got Gran Turismo. Two Jeez. weeks from is, that, is you've Horizon got... Horizon launching on PC Ghostwire. as well? Um, Do you know that? Or no, I don't, it's not. I don't Horizon think so. Because no, right, right I know Sifu is and uh, Ghostwire is, um, but but yes. console-wise, yeah, Sony is... Mm. No, Ghost... Um, sorry, Horizon 2, there's not even been an official announcement about it, so I imagine that's a ways off if it'll, if it'll arrive. We'll be on PS4 also, though, so... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ready for those load times. <laughs> Prepare yourself. Uh, guys, the Nintendo Switch is officially the best-selling home console, not handheld, that's still the Nintendo DS, but the best-selling... Home console of all time for wow. Nintendo at over 103 million units shipped, and uh, that surpassed the Wii this past month, which was over 101 million, which is of course Good. a runaway success. Um, and uh, and Switch has now passed that, and it's um, not so not showing any sli- signs of slowing down at the no. moment. So uh, so if I'm Nintendo, I understand their strategy. It's the Switch is crushing it right now. We've got an exciting lineup of software still on the way this year and probably into next year. Why would we announce our successor right now? Right. So as a fan, I want to know what it is. I want to see it. I want to buy one. I know it's going to look better, blah, blah, blah. I, I'd be stupid at this point for them to announce that. So do you think it's going to be a Switch too? Do you think it's still going to be like a hybrid system? Well, there's right now there's a uh, pretty strong hint based on this. All these investor calls, that's where all the stuff comes from. But the translation what? that came oh, yeah, Q1 through, the translation that came through year. implied that they're uh, at, because they're already looking at the next gen uh, of hardware. And there was a heavy implication that backwards compatibility is a high uh, priority for them for their next console. So, because of the, I mean, they've got, dude, they've got like 700 plus million pieces of software moved on the Switch. 700 million. That's that's it. That's it. That's insane. So stupid. That's (laughs) that's almost as much as Microsoft spends on buying companies. Yeah, they're doing a good job of putting their. <laughs> They're doing a good job of putting their um, their old games on <clears throat> available via the whatever simulator. Uh, N64. It's a little slow, but yeah, I'm sure it is. But uh, yeah. they're doing a good job of like making that a priority. So I mean, I, yeah. I I would wouldn't would have been surprised if they were like, I, no, you're not gonna be able to play any Switch games on this. Yeah, I think <laughs> no. I think there needs to come a point where someone explains to the people making whatever decisions over there, you need to just put the entire library up for the N64. Like yeah. it's there's nothing yeah. you need to like oh, Nintendo, let me, Super Nintendo. Let me sl- let me do a slow drip to you. Stop that. Just make it all yeah, available. No one wants um, to do that. Um, like I understand if you want to make a slow drip for like more modern games, maybe even games in the last ten years. Okay, that makes sense. Like take your time with that one. But N sixty four, Super Nintendo, just put yeah. those libraries that you have access that you have the ability to just put yes. those available to people. I understand you don't have the ability to do it to all of them for licensing and whatever other reasons, but come on, come on, people. Um, they did. Because during that same call, they were he was the Nintendo president was asked about the uh, the acquisition arm race that's been going on, and so Nintendo president Shuntaro Furukawa Furukawa 
man, I can never get through those names, has reiterated that the company plans to grow its game capabilities organically rather than through acquisitions like our idiot competitors over there. That's what he said. (laughs) (laughs) Those idiots. Um, Did you think we were American? (laughs) But I mean, if you think about Nintendo acquisitions, it's been very small teams and it's very much what Jeff said earlier where it's like, oh, they didn't own them already? You know what I mean? Like those are the kind of acquisitions that Nintendo makes and they're very small and they're very um, targeted. They don't usually buy huge publishers that have all these IP. It's usually, hey, this company's been making games for us for a while. Let's bring them in-house as one of our studios to keep making these games for us so can someone out there um, this is a plea for an acquisition for once can someone out there buy konami for crying out loud i just <laughs> just buy their IP. metal gear yeah, yes buy their all IP. these consoles dude never played them before if konami away sony, from all the IP, if, if that's one of sony's purchases yeah dude I, I was, you know what I was just thinking it. while we were talking. Capcom is another one that Sony could just pick up. Be like, that's ours oh now. My God. Yeah, yeah. And just Dude, like, if, they, if that was their Capcom next, Capcom has been room, in the rumor mill at least on Twitter. If yeah. Sony yeah. purchased Capcom and Konami, now I'm all of a sudden like. Dude, Microsoft, you way overspent. Cause look what these guys got. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, right, K- right. Konami would ask for like eight hundred billion dollars. I know. Yeah. They can go to hell. Like we have to make pachinko machines off yeah, all these yeah. IPs. Well, you know, we can't, can't give buy all these Konami, up. Konami at least buy like the rights for yeah, dude, Metal, Metal Gear, Metal Gear Silent Hill, Castlevania. Yeah. Don't, like, you know what? Right. Don't buy Metal Gear. Don't awaken no, that. that Sweet Coden. You buy it just to at least have it. Yeah. Sweet Coden. Sweet Coden. Sweet Coden would be awesome. Yeah. Absolutely. Castlevania. <laughs> Actually, if you uh, real quick, so, uh, speaking of Japanese, uh, did you guys watch the footage for Ghostwire? Because we didn't even really talk about yes. that. Yes, I was gonna yeah. ask y'all like, what, a little what bit. Are y'all feeling? Are y'all it looks, I mean, it I looks awesome. Gameplay looks I, great. I think it looks great. Yeah, dude, like, it's creepy AF, dude. It looks and there's cre- some weird, like you're just walking through a hallway and it's just like mor- morphing and change. Like it's just, it's very controlly weird. Be creepy. Like, vibes I'm gonna like that, it. Yeah, I like the uh, Naruto like yeah. ninja hand signal yeah, that he's like, like doing when he's doing the magic and like flinging like wind like magic at everything. Oh, to be clear, like Doctor Strange lasso. Yeah, the lasso. Yeah, people. Yeah, it's super cool. To be clear, it's it's creepy like control creepy where it's kind yes. of just weird yeah. and kind of surprising it doesn't look creepy like what was that I'm game they just, by it, yeah. what was that game they just announced from the guy who created I oh think, yeah uh, like I, that I forget it's a, it's a weird uh, bad slitter name. slitterhead yes slitter, yeah Ugh. oh my god that, now yeah. that one looks creepy <laughs> that one looks creepy yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> but, these, are the evil, these are the evil uh evil within guys so i uh i yeah. look forward to playing this yeah yeah, yeah this looks, yeah, this looks really good yeah. Um, Sony's MLB game, of course, the MLB The Show is going to be on Game Pass again, two years in a row, day one. You'll be able to play it there. Also, kind of the, I think the bigger deal is that it's coming to Switch for the first time ever this year. Oh, Whoa. is it? <laughs> yeah, and and I'm, I did a lot of searching. I couldn't find anywhere where it said cloud version. So I think they're actually making a, a Switch specific version. So obviously, you hear that not, Kingdom Hearts? Huh? Obviously yeah. not going to look as good, but I mean. This is going to be the first, and I know you guys aren't biggest into all the sports, uh, but it's going to be the first major American sports game on the Switch because they've had FIFA, and that's pretty wow. much it. Everything else has been, you know, like football team manager, and you know what I mean? Like it's been, yeah. they haven't put out a real Madden or a real. Oh, that's you know awesome. what? They put out, I take that back. They put out the 2K NBA games, which I don't think do very well on the Switch, but it could be okay. wrong. I forgot about the 2K NBA games. Yeah, those are the only exception. But yeah, that'll be, that's a pretty big deal. Um, I wanted to highlight some of the Game Pass uh, additions and removals for this yes. month. So there's some good uh, stuff. We now already, if you go check on Game Pass now, you can get Contrast, which is just on uh, console. You can play on the cloud. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm not even gonna say cloud. So it's just console. Dreamscaper, which is a game that both Jeff and I would recommend you give a shot. I didn't it's got even cool... know that was coming on. Uh, 
cool soundtrack. It's got some pretty, I would say, pretty fun gameplay. And some mm-hmm. I, I played two of the boss battles and went to three of the different locations. It looks really good. It's interesting. Yeah. So it's worth a shot. It is, yeah. uh, and then Telling Lies is coming. Ooh, to, that's an interesting game right there. Because well. it's not, it's like you're reviewing footage and you're trying to tie. Uh, it's like you're watching two sides of a Skype call totally separate from each other. Yeah. And you have to piece them together. And eventually you're trying to figure out some type of, I don't want to spoil what it is. Anyway, okay. but it's got Logan Marshall Green in it and like some other actors that you'll recognize in it. Um, so if you guys haven't had enough Zoom calls in your life, feel free to play yeah. Telling Lies. I'm if you kidding. like what we're doing. pre-COVID too. So. Yeah, I'm just kidding. Um, next week, we've got a bunch of other ones that I'm pretty interested in. We've got Besiege, which looks pretty cool. That's, in, that's a game preview game. So it's kind of an early access type of a deal. Uh, Crossfire X only coming to console, not to PC, which I didn't realize that until I saw this. Um, oh. Edge Edge of Eternity, which I can confirm is a solid like six out of ten type of JRPG. Bacon. That doesn't mean that it's like the worst. It's just it's really not great. Splashing um, at sixes. Skull the Hero Slayer, which I will be playing because I've, I've been interested in that one for a little while, where you play play the villain who's killing heroes. Mm. Um, that's console and PC. The last Related. kids. The Last Kids on Earth and the Staff of Doom. Great title. Wow. Japanese game or no? I don't know. I didn't no, look it didn't look Japanese to me, no. It yeah, looked almost like a... Um, no, that's, that's too specific. It, it looked like almost like, like a Cartoon Network like show. Enough. Like it has kind of like that aesthetic. <laughs> the Last Kids on Earth and the Staff of Doom. It sounds like a South Park thing. Yeah. Um, that's all on February 10th are those games I just mentioned. And then February 14th on Valentine's Day, you can play Ark Ultimate Survival, Survivor Edition or Infernex. We'll all Yay. be... You know, big Valentine's Day game, yeah. And then, yeah, big yes. time. Ride big dinosaurs time. with your love. Ride hand. dinosaurs together. Build a yeah. fort. <laughs> uh, and then, I mean, listen, the images that you see, like the the key art for all the different, all, there's so many different key arts that have been made out there for Ark. It looks insane. I've never actually yeah. even played this game, yeah, but yeah. it looks truly crazy. Like it's too complicated for me. It's like got, hey, it's got like these space dinosaur launchers and on dinosaurs, but yep. like also you're trying to survive by like rubbing sticks did, together to make fire. I don't get it. I don't understand. Did you do you guys remember that we're getting a sequel to that and it's gonna have um, Vin Diesel Vin Diesel in it? Like <laughs> yeah, that's I don't right. even about understand. dinosaur family. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't even understand. Like dinosaurs are family. Um, <laughs> there, if you watch Primal, that amazing animated show, it's family right there. Leaving yeah, show is uh, awesome. the next day yeah. on the on February fifteenth, leaving Game Pass is Control, Code Vein, Final Fantasy twelve, The Medium, Project Winter, and The Falconeer. So some games that have been on Game Pass for a little while now. Kind of those like The Falconeer. Bye bye. Yeah, that one's a bad See one. <laughs> um, Can we delete that from the store too? I feel like I feel like Control, Ow. Code Vein, and Final Fantasy twelve and the Medium are pretty big deals. Uh, yeah. Yeah, the medium's surprising to me. Control's big, you know. If you're listening to this, you've got about a week to uh, to try those out if you want to. Take longer than a week to beat Final Fantasy XII. Yeah, just play Uh, Control. Out of all those, just play that one. Yeah, that's the one. But I already own it, so it's one of those things where I see that and I'm like, oh no, and like, why am I sad? I own this. (laughs) I bought it twice. (laughs) What's wrong with me? Um, I just want everything to be on everything. I don't understand why it has to leave. (laughs) Um, I have problems. all right, so Dan, I thought this one would interest you, of course. Um, this is not general news, Tim. This is Sony news because Microsoft isn't getting any of this. So, <laughs> all right, the pony, <laughs> the pony's starting to rear his head back here. I like it. Um, so I, I skimmed through somebody who had um, live streamed that whole presentation. Well, m- mention what it is first for people. Oh, who sorry, the Final Fantasy VII um, 
a 25th anniversary of Final Fantasy VII. Okay. So there was um, a presentation where they talked a little bit about, or, or they talked a lot about First Soldier, which is that like, um, what is it, Mo- uh, mobile battle only, royale, right? battle royale game, which like I would actually give a try if it was on consoles, but you have it on the phone, so go to hell. Like, t- stop putting crap like this on phones where I legitimately would give it a chance if I could play it even on PC, like on on something with a controller and a TV. Like, just let me play, you know, games where they belong. Not on phones. Stop being dumb. Um, and then Ever Crisis, they had um, apparently mentioned. I didn't even know that they had mentioned anything about Ever Crisis, but they're clearly still working on that. That's supposed to be sort of like the um, the mo- like basically mobilized version of um, the entire like seven franchise. So like the original one and um, like Dirge of Cerberus, uh, Crisis Core, all of that, where it's basically going to be kind of like a trunk. I don't know if it's going to be like truncated, but basically you're going to be able to experience all that in like sort in like chapters. They're going to release them in chapters, so I don't know how that's going to... We've been working gonna... on this for so long, right? Like Well, they announced... Yeah. I think they announced that last year, so not too Was long. it just last year? Uh, I think it was like last year. I they announced that so long ago. No, uh, that was just You know, we're, we're coming up on the second anniversary of Final Fantasy VII Remake, so it's already been two years, and they're saying they hope to reveal more info about Part 2 this year. They hope. Yeah. Maybe so, this year. So I'm, I'm starting to wonder, like... Are, is this the 2024, 25 game? 26. Is that what I should so, be thinking? I think, I think um, it will. Right, so what I'm hearing is it depends on what's happening with 16. Um, Yoshida had said, I, and I had mentioned previously, um, that he apologized. He he said, oh, I know I was supposed to give you guys some news like in November, December time frame. I'm so sorry. Like things have been pushed back. Um, it's taken longer than we expect. So I think hopefully if that comes out this year, then maybe late next year, but that's a huge maybe on part two for remake. Huge maybe for next year. Um, but I, I I think I feel pretty confident with 16 potentially coming out at the end of this year now with kind of what he said, it being pushed back a few months. But like he, he says that they want to give us information this spring and he said he didn't want to give us any information until the game was near completion. Right. So to me, that kind of equals out to that game's going to be coming out, you know, probably fall. Of this year, Final Fantasy six sixteen, and then um, yeah, and then hopefully part two late next year, unless yeah. some snafus happen. But yeah, all right, you know. it's it's square snafus happen. Oh, absolutely. That's why I'm <laughs> saying. That's why I'm saying that. But you know, yeah. But it, you know, if Sony buys them, it'll come out this year. Both games, yes. part two. Yeah. And... Look how fast. Look, no, look how fast Kojima pumped out that Stranding with Sony's help. And Listen. Kojima, Kojima was a classically like eight year like developer, and like um, he made that Stranding in like four years or three years or something like that. Like every everyone busts Square's balls, and rightfully so because of the whole Final Fantasy fifteen thing. Well, versus thirteen slash fifteen. Um, Final Fantasy remake only actually took about two two and a half years. It's just that they had announced it five years prior when they first announced it. Someone else was working on it, and then Cyber they, Connect, right? Cyber Connect, and then they took mm-hmm. it away from them, and then they brought it in house. They actually made that game fairly quickly compared to what they had been what we had been used to them doing as far sure. as their timelines and pumping things out so yep. i i think it's i think it's definitely like besides final fantasy 16 i think it's kind of like all hands on deck with um with both of those games so yeah. hopefully they don't take Boy, what a crazy holiday it would be if we get both Final Fantasy 16 and Breath of the Wild 2. I mean, that would just be oh my an God. insane <laughs> holiday. I don't even... Free time. Yeah. Oh and what if God. God of War Ragnarok hits then, Oh, too? my God. I think I might die. I think I might die. 
I'm already I'm already getting you. I'm just like, boy, there's just going to be a lot of times where I'm uh, like games are just going to get prioritized over everything. Yeah, I'm yes, sorry. Sixteen's uh, going to prioritize family. Hyper focus on one hobby. You know, <laughs> yeah. sorry, friends. Sorry, family. Sorry, job. Did you watch yeah. that movie? No, I couldn't. Did you see the <laughs> amount of games that came out this year? <laughs> um, well, it takes two's being adapted for film and TV by the Sonic movie writers, which is interesting uh, because I think the strength of that game was not the story and characters, but mm. that did get, that certainly gave it an element of humanity and sweetness behind all the fun gameplay that was going on. So I'm not saying it was bad by any stretch. It was just, that's interesting to turn that into a uh, film and, and TV. but to be fair, it won the game awards. You know, it, it, it's a big deal. It's, it's, you yeah. know, it's in the conversation now. So that makes sense. It's you could just... flesh out certain aspects with some additional, with we know kind of like turning it into the movie, doing some massaging with the, with the story, the writers kind of adding something just, to it. I was thinking about, would be I, was, cool. yeah. I was thinking about some of the levels you go through and how they could turn that into like an episode for TV show or a, a scene in the movie. So I, I get it, but I, that wasn't that fun to watch, but it was fun to play. So I don't know. I, yeah. I don't know. We'll see. It's, it yeah. can be a fun movie, I guess. I mean, but, here's uh, the thing. Arcane yeah. exists. TV show can't be that. Oh, come on, it's not going to be what it's some too... deep mythology to the it takes two. Universe. No, but what like, I'm saying, what I'm saying is, the, we, we didn't care TV about League of Legends, and now right. we kind of care about a certain aspect of League of Legends. So. That's true. Yeah. yeah, if it if it comes out with that kind of quality, for sure. Uh, it also could be the TV show is a reality show where they take real couples who are about to get divorced <laughs> and turn them into toys. That's very Dude, yeah. That would be a, that amazing. would be fantastic. That I would watch. That it does would. take two to make yeah. a thing go right. So. It does. Yeah, it, does. Yeah, it yeah. takes you to make it out of sight. Yeah. The uh, the uh, the Dynasty fact. Warriors Dynasty Warriors producer I can't even Aki, Akihiro Suzuki. Yeah. Uh, he revealed that they they talk a lot of times internally as a team about all the different IP that they think could work as their next Musou crossover game. And the one that's at the top of his list right now is Star Wars. He would love yes. to make a Star Wars I did not hear this. What is this? This is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what is? I mean, it's it's not an announcement of anything. It's just he sure. is saying that that's what at a, the top of his list. Which is what wow. a cool idea that would be because yeah. like. I don't know, like just being any Jedi and just like killing a bunch of droids like in a giant field. Like, yeah, you're yeah. on, uh, you know, Geonosis and you're just I think that would work so well in this format. Dude, yeah, hundreds yeah. of stormtroopers right. just getting annihilated, flying everywhere. Like, And uh, like and like it's all about characters in these games. And there's nothing there's no IP more that has yeah. that recognizable characters in Star Wars. Yeah. It's just well, just even if you're on the dark side, characters. you could be Darth Vader just sweeping through swaths of Republic soldiers and right. Jedi, right? Yes. Yeah. absolutely clones um, killing clones yeah yeah yep yeah, yep yeah. so that'd be interesting i thought i'd throw that in there because he that was an actual quote from him that you know like, that's the one that i'd that'd be at the top of my list um and i'm like dude you're the boss why aren't why isn't this happening <laughs> you're the boss um, <laughs> yeah start calling people yeah make it happen man um uh grand theft auto 5 is going to be arriving on march 15th on the current gen consoles on the xbox series and ps5 no gameplay so, That'll be March fifteenth, and that—that's <laughs> to clarify. That was delayed because the goal was for that to hit before holiday, and they got—they got pushed back. Yeah, it was supposed to be October. Are they afraid to show this game? Like, I don't—I don't get. Well, it. we like, know what game's... it looks like. I mean, sure, but like, I want to see what it looks like with the upgrades. Like, I—I. I, they did know, the I... same thing with the trilogy. Yes, right? they did. And look uh, how that turned out. <laughs> sure. sure. So there are valid concerns there after the trilogy debacle. Yeah. Uh, so it's gonna be great. I'm gonna play it for a time. <laughs> it's gonna, it's gonna, was it a different it. team actually, or something that did the trilogy, or it it was a different team, yeah. But I'm just saying the marketing strategy is very yeah. is echoing. It like, does. Like, it hey, does. Y'all aren't yeah. showing a lot. I of understand the, the paranoia. Yeah. Especially um, with how outspoken Rockstar's leadership has been about criticizing the way others have done things, and it's like, dude, you guys are 
Worst. They fixed, they fixed the one glitch, guys. Come on. Uh, they fixed <laughs> the glitch. You can boot up the game. You're welcome. Ka- Kyle, there's a second glitch. There's a second glitch. No, no, not another. We recognize that our game had one error, and yeah. we fixed it. And we fixed it, yeah. Um, uh, but I did actually just buy this on a recent Steam sale because I don't own it on PC anywhere. And uh, again, so with the with the incoming Steam Deck, I was like, "Ooh, that'd be fun to play replay mm. Grand Theft Auto Five. And I haven't so awesome, haven't man. replayed GTA Five since 2014. I was looking back wow. on when did I play it. So I played it in 2013, and I played a little more, like I started a replay of it in 2014. That was it. Last time I played. I think Kyle this, and I this, both played the, yeah. the campaign at least like multiple times. Yeah, this game yep. shooting wise, like walked so Red Dead could run like that's like Red Dead feels so good with like the cover, the snapping and the cover and the shooting yeah, and especially some of the auto fire mechanics because like GTA five, like really honed in on yeah. uh, what was already an improvement in four, like from yeah. like Vice City and San Andreas, like go back and play those games. They're kind of yeah. yes, yeah. Those yeah. Shootouts, by, like playing those four, you're like, look... oh, this feels modern, you know, <laughs> The shootouts, the shootouts, there's like no cover. You're just kind so of bad. shooting yeah. like you're right running in front of each other. <laughs> your arm is staying pointed while you're not <laughs> spinning. And by the animation, so good, it's kind of eerie. You know, yeah. like the way that they like crawl across cover and stuff like that. You're like, oh, this like they really nailed this. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'm. Um, but didn't they t- kind of mention that like and we're working on six? They did. Like, that's yeah, like that's the last deep 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 yeah. shocker. That's the last one. So what do you guys think about? I mean, we knew that they're going to be working on it, but it's kind of cool to hear an official statement saying. Development is, quote, well underway, yeah. which is cool to hear that. It's not like, hey, we're starting to think about what city to set it in. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's it's well underway. That's great. Um, prediction, though. Give me your year, and we'll close the show with this. Give me your prediction of what year will we see Grand Theft Auto 6? <laughs> I think it'll take place in multiple years. No, no. What year will we see it in our <laughs> oh, world? Oh, our 2029. <laughs> Stop it. Stop. Yeah, 2029. Yeah. 2029. I think other journalists were projecting 2026, so I, I'm not even being that ridiculous. <laughs> even though I think 2026 is ridiculous, but you know, I'll say 2024. You think that's that's soon? You know? All right, it, All well right. underway. I mean, uh, what is that? Got, it's Rockstar. What is that? We got mean? optimistic. Dan. We've got well Final Fantasy 16 this year. <laughs> Final Fantasy Remake Part Two next year. GTA Auto. Auto. The year after Dude, that. Two excellent years in a row, guys. <laughs> yeah, right, right. What what year are we sinking the International Space Station? That's like 2030, right? So yeah, I'm gonna go with that year. Yeah. We're gonna yeah, we're yeah. gonna terraform Mars before this game comes out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're, we're gonna, gonna have die a new from, We're all gonna die from COVID. Comes out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're all gonna this, be dead from COVID before this. to me feels like the kind of game that will arrive right at the end of a console generation before the next one launches so i'm thinking 2026 2027 is probably when i think journalist nail is the 2026 uh like a lot of people are speculating that oh is that the guess okay yeah yeah um so i mean we'll see you know Uh, there's so many rumors about this project that like i don't even know what's real anymore like there was yeah. a point in time where everyone was so sure this was a game that was going to take place in like Cuba or like South America or something about like, and it's going to be about the cartel or the drug trade. And like, they, they were just so, and it, but it was also going to take place in like Florida and Vice City and you were going to be able to travel between like, there were so Dude, many like crazy. in detail details. And, but that was years ago. Yeah. Those could have so I mean, like, been real ideas that they've maybe, been batting around. Or maybe it is the real, I, I don't know, Dude, but like at, I would at this love... point, like. I don't Japan, know. Japanese Grand Theft Auto. Give me so Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, I think I think a lot of a lot of cars in it. Sure, but a lot of GTA's like personality is like in like the microscope right. on American culture. Yeah. you know, it is. So, it is. Yeah, you know. it is that. It's well, like they had um, what was the old one? London. Took, London, London. Yeah, yeah, yeah GTA yeah. London. They did. Yeah, they did GTA London. 
on PS One, old over yeah. the top one. Yeah, it was oh. like a, it was like a Grand Theft Auto Two. I was just, like, when you said that, I immediately thought of the Getaway, which I loved. The Getaway, the first Getaway's one. awesome. Yeah, the first Getaway. Um, yeah, it'd be hilarious if this was like Jason a Statham in that game. Feels like a Jason Statham because it came out we right after that movie with all the Mini Cooper. It, it was right around the Italian job. Transport. Yeah, thank you. That one. Snatch yeah. and Transporter and all the Transporter. Um, dude, I want, Grand, I want Grand Theft Auto Antarctica, where there's just no civilization mm. to be seen. Yes. <laughs> just like, you're yes. trying to steal snowmobiles. It's yeah. really you fight the thing monster. It's <laughs> like the uh, it's like the that drive that you have to make from the mountains to the city in Grand Theft Auto Five. That's getting from one house to another. <laughs> right. And so Grand basically, Theft Auto it's Death Stranding. You're and you yeah. die on the way there from, from the from the cold. Because anyone here for me to rob or kill anybody? Okay. Anybody <laughs> at all? Um, anyway, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens there. But that's it for news. Actually, that's it for our show for this week. Thank you guys for listening. Oh, uh, listen, I, I have I do... a, an announcement, I guess, before we go, uh, or a reminder. I don't know. Uh, so this comes up on Monday. So uh, Friday, I have a new song coming out on all the streaming platforms. Oh, snap. Just wanted to throw that out there. Boom. So look up Jeffrey Jeff... Michael Whitman is my artist name. So uh, Jeffrey Michael he's Whitman. all over that Spotify. Dropping those yeah. fresh. There's beats. no controversy with him either. It's no, just, all... actually, this new song is about how vaccines are just uh, meant to give you 5G <laughs> or something. Whatever. A, doc- right. a doctor told me. A PhD yeah. told me. So it's got to be true. Second, second wiener. You get a I second mean, wiener. It was you doctors. get a second wiener, it and was, it comes uh, out of your butt. That's too it many was Dr. Dre, but he's still a doctor, right? He counts. Yeah. Uh, no, absolutely. Um, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. You heard his rap. Does everybody want to talk? They got something to say. Them come count for Dude, yeah. Speaking of that, uh, that uh, Super Bowl halftime show is gonna be awesome, oh, right? Oh man, <laughs> can't wait, dude. When my, we were watching, we were time. watching the games this past week, and my wife saw that commercial come on, and she goes, "What year is it?" Like, as she saw, like, <laughs> it was like for '99. It was like Mary great. J. Blige and Eminem and Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg, and she's like, "What is?" Really happening? trying to nail that thirty to forty year range of people. Yeah. Like, please sure. come and watch the, sure. the Super yeah. Bowl. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not saying it's a bad collection of artists. Those are all like a- yeah, absolutely I, I epic grew up listening to them, yeah. artists, but it's like... You know who made sense was The Weeknd, because he's still a big deal in the spotlight, on the radio. That made sense. I guess. Yeah, some of the yeah. more modern ones, some of the more modern ones I really enjoyed. Like, I'm not even big fans of them, like, on my own, but this, I thought their shows were great. Like, I thought Katy Perry was awesome. I thought... Bruno Mars did a great job. Like, there's been some really impressive, good, Bruno Mars is ridiculous. really impressive and fun to watch shows that these artists who I don't listen to on my own, but I enjoyed their performances. Yeah. And, you know, I'm not even a big Prince fan, but his performance was amazing. His performance was R.I.P. One of the best ones, and ever yeah. since then, I feel like everybody's just trying to measure up to Prince, honestly. Yeah, and and some artists that I do like their music, like Paul McCartney. I love the Beatles, of course, and you know, U2. They were pretty boring at halftime shows, oh so God. it's like. You know. And you too was like after 9-11, right? So he had like an American so. flag in his jacket and he was all, uh, yeah. Bono also, apparently I'm, hates you too. I'm Bono. Right? <laughs> America or whatever. Doesn't he hate you too? I, I forget where I was listening to. But yeah, he, said, he said he hated the name you too when they came yeah, up. Yeah, he said that's his band. He's like, I, I hate that. I hate it. That's hilarious. It's hate amazing. It. It's a stupid name. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you guys for listening this week and we'll talk to you next time. See ya. Big ol' yabos.